together with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Maximus Men's Club, Austin's newest gentleman's club, is celebrating Black Friday early with $5 Crown Black, Johnny Walker Black, and Jack Daniels Black every day, all day, open to close, just 5 bucks. Now hiring for all positions. Open 11 a.m. daily at 745 Bastrop Highway, 512-385-2878. Maximus Men's Club, hiring now. MaximusClubATX.com. Attention entertainers, no fees for the first month. Maximus Men's Club, now open and entertaining early for Black Friday. Friday. How do people feel about getting Big Fitness Energy at Planet Fitness for 25 cents down and $10 a month? They feel as thrilled as a kid the first summer they're tall enough to ride the roller coaster! That's right! When you join Planet Fitness right now, you'll get access to tons of equipment and free fitness training in a clean and spacious club. Don't wait! Join the judgment-free zone today for that all-day energy. Download the free Planet Fitness app and join today for 25 cents down, $10 a month. See Home Club for details. This segment brought to you by Woods Comfort Systems. It's the 67th anniversary of the Woods family serving Texans with dependable Lennox systems. Offering the $129 furnace safety inspection, now only $67 for a worry-free winter. Call Woods Comfort Systems now. 512-842-5066. License 169-34C. This segment brought to you by Community Coffee. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. There once was a whiskey, born in Ireland, made with tradition you can actually taste. But it was much more American. Smoother, deeper. Introducing the Busker Irish Whiskey. Born to be here. The Busker Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, imported by DiSerrano International USA. Pasco, locked in to deliver with case construction equipment. Locked in on sales, rental, parts, service, and delivery. Pasco's reaching higher, pushing harder, and digging deeper to help you win on the job. Case equipment can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. If you're looking for a partner willing to go shoulder to shoulder to help you win, you can't beat ASCO. ASCO's on it in Central Texas. ASCOEQ.com. Texas Stars Hockey is back at the HEB Center at Cedar Park November 17th and 18th for Hockey Fights Cancer Weekend. Friday is $3 domestic pours, and Saturday is the Purple Shoelace Giveaway. He scores! The Stars will wear special jerseys to benefit the Hockey Fights Cancer Initiative as they take on the Grand Rapids Griffins at 7 p.m. both nights. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Family 4-Packs are available for both games starting at just $19 per person. And tickets are on sale now at TexasStars.com. For the best price, don't settle for second best. Cedar Park Nissan is your Nissan destination. Choose from a great selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Our expert finance teams are on site and ready to help you get into a new Nissan today. Can't get to us? No worries. Buy online and have your new Nissan delivered straight to your door with Acceleride 183 and Avery Ranch Boulevard. Shop Cedar Park Nissan and save CedarParkNissan.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! 
O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Introducing Spectrum One Stream. Get 300 megabit internet for $49.99 a month, including advanced Wi-Fi and one unlimited mobile line free for 12 months. And when you add Spectrum TV, get a Zumo Stream Box, also free for 12 months. Plus, get a $100 Visa Rewards Card. Spectrum One Stream. It's streaming simplified. Visit Spectrum.com for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Water heaters, air conditioning systems, electrical panels, all expensive repairs. But with Abacus's new lifetime warranty on select equipment, you'll never have to worry about expensive repairs again. As long as you live in your home, Abacus's lifetime warranty means zero out-of-pocket on parts and labor, zero deductibles, and zero service fees for life. And now get 0% financing and a lifetime warranty on select Linux AC systems. Abacus, you can count on us. License TACLVA24AAE. Enjoy holiday classics at Whole Foods Market. Prime members get 365 by Whole Foods Market organic frozen whole turkey for $2.99 per pound through January 2nd. Pick out your perfect bird while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. All right, baby dolls. That was a frog for sure. She's starting in here a little late, but uh, it doesn't matter. Better late than uh, than never, or sorry, or something like that. Good Monday morning to you, those of you that are out. I know a lot of you are sleeping in because your kids don't have school. A lot of the school districts, for some reason, off today. If your kids do have school, well, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but taking my kid to school it isn't going to be one of those problems. I believe is how the song goes. Across the Super Morning lineup. Across from me right now, the man that can do it all from Thrall. The busiest man in uh, show business, the hardest working man in show business. But don't think that that's going to keep him from finding a little bit of leisure time, sneaking out of here occasionally. He's always looking for something in his car. Air quotes, air quotes. I hope he finds it before he comes back in here. He's, he's, he's got a smile on his face, so I think he must have found it. Very interesting history. Used to clean porta potties. Now it cleans out your ear holes. It keeps us happy in here. Ladies and gentlemen, broad shouldered, slim waisted. Broad everything. It's Mr. Chewy Eldorado. Thank you so much. And the gentleman introducing me. Well, he's always in here in his gorgeous, gorgeous Western wear. Really just Western vibe and motif that he's kind of. Yeah, I don't, think, for himself. I don't think real Western wear people would consider me to be a Western wearer. You wear boots, you wear That's jeans, true. and a button shirt that is staying buttoned through the Lord's strength and belief in Matt Bearden. But he's here today because he's ha- he has an illustrious career as a comedian. He's been on television. He's been in sitcoms. <laughs> Mad About You, I think it was. Ladies and gentlemen. He's here with you this morning. Matt Mirren! Thank you. 
And you know what? Thank you for remembering my name. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Bob Fonseca out for uh, another day. He's, I think he's been enjoying his life. He's been posting photos. I don't know when the photos are from. If they're backup photos that he's throwing out. You never know with Bob. Bob is the most non-communicative guy when he goes on. Okay, hang on just a second. All right. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. My microphone was off for that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some in my throat. It's okay. It happens. I had some weekend in my throat. Yeah, I don't know. Matt Be- I mean, Matt Bearden. Bob Whoever. Fonseca. He, he gets a little secretive when he goes. You know what I mean? He never wants to say where he's always like, oh, I don't want anybody to know that I... Like, he'll go to his... He'll be like, oh, I'm going to uh, San Antonio for the night. And I'll say something about it on there, and he goes, I don't want people to know I'm not in my house. I'm like, you, you've got two other people there in a security system. And nobody knows where you live. Yeah, I don't I don't know. And but he looks so happy doing this whole e bike thing now. And I think he, he posted that he was uh I guess biking around in Florida somewhere. Well, I don't know, because then I saw him tagging Revival. And part of me is like, Oh, did he get back early from his trip? Uh-huh. And is he is he, is he test riding bikes so he can buy one. He really wants one of these electric bicycles. He is He's hell-bent on it. And at first, it didn't make sense to me, because I was like, but you used to have motorcycles. Why wouldn't you want a motorcycle? But then it made sense to me. I was like, no, no, no. The, the point isn't motorcycling. It's I like to go downtown and then just ride around downtown, but then I can hit the trails. I'm not having to stick to the roads. If the roads are busy, I just kick off. It's like, it's a bike. So I can go all the places that a bike goes. I can just do it. And it's like, it's bike speed. It's like, it's slower. I can put on my headphones, too. I was like, oh, I, I get that. I get that. What he's looking for is a way to unplug. And that's all he's doing is unplugging, right? I think he's trying to reverse the aging process somehow. Okay. Now, trick the universe. First of all, that. do you think it's the bike he's trying to do that with? I mean, this is not a new. That is not it's a new part thing. of it. He, he bleached his hair blonde and got a Caesar cut a couple of years ago. I mean, he's that is his brand is reversing the aging process. Is I don't want to grow up. Like you won't ever catch him playing golf because that's that that's, symbolizes. Do you remember that we had a whole golf thing he put together for us, and then he skipped it at the last minute? Yeah. I think it's because he looked in the mirror and said, am I going to become a golf guy? I can't, yeah. I can't be seen like this. That's my that's my assessment, the Bob Fonseca. How was your weekend? What you do? You get anything done? You, get, I you really go out there, you get nothing. some food in the gullet, anything happen? I made soup again. Soup? Uh, stayed home. I, it was really boring. I was like, I'm going to take it easy this weekend because I don't want to spend a bunch of money. And then I don't know the things to do, and I don't want to do any research to do for free in town, because I already paid for Netflix and Amazon Prime, you know? Right. So, yeah, well. There you go. That was it. If you know of anything fun to do for free, ladies. Creek Show. That's free? Creek Show's free, yeah. Huh. Just walk around the creek, look at stuff, look at look, glow, glow in the dark. Hey, get some, get some, uh... Somebody in this building's got some mushrooms. Take some mushrooms. Go down there. Look at that. You don't have okay, to do well, that those part. Aren't free. What do you mean they're not free? In this building, someone's got one mushrooms. Mm, okay, they ask me to. Uh, wait. <laughs> beep 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 beep. They ask you to what? If I know, if I heard uh, of them before, and I was like, I don't. I don't never heard. You mean of like them. on the pizza? Never heard of them. Never heard of them. All right. Hey, good. Them. Good then. I would think somebody would come to your rescue. Uh, but they don't have to. They don't have to. Okay. Good. Something else happened this weekend, right? 
No, there was this was a no news weekend. No, I mean it was a pretty significant news weekend. I mean a lot of it was tr- tragic. Uh, there was people who lost their lives. Oh, there was yeah. an officer who was oh, uh, local was, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was um, terrible. We, we don't. We try not to dive into that the heavy stuff, but uh, I mean we we used to, and then we just said made a choice that said let's uh, let's bring some positivity. To the the sure. city could use some positivity. Yeah, try to stay out of the the stuff that makes us angry in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we yeah, could yeah. spend plenty of time debating Hamas, Gaza, mm-hmm. Israel, IDF. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to end up with everybody upset. Yeah, none of y'all are going to do anything. Well, that's the other thing too is we're, we're this this is a country that's poorly educated on that whole that whole situation. And then y'all are split on it, and then I don't know, probably donating to causes where the money isn't even going to anybody. Hang on a second. And then, uh oh. You have? Yeah. I've had some friends say some stuff to me, and I go, are you, are you sure that's the way you feel? And they're like, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? And I go, well, how about this and that? And they're like, wait, when did that happen? I was like, oh, you, so you don't. Do you think the history of this event started five years ago? This I, is uh, this is literally, all of us have been alive. No, no, nobody was born before this started. Mm. Yeah, my, my opinion goes back and forth, uh, depending on what video has hit my algorithm. Mm. Oh, that well, that's a that's a big part of it too. Is Whoa. that you know what I mean? If you're if you're if you're strictly getting your news right day right now from your algorithm, it'll definitely mess with your mind a bit, won't it? And I get both I get both of them too because I follow so many different weirdos. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Okay, yeah, I hear you. That was our political talk. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I mean, we can get into it. Anybody that we've got open phones five one two eight three four something else. I'm not I'm not educated. I've After, I guess, 2016, 2017, I've stopped completely. But do you know why you happen to be one of the most well-educated people I know? And one of the reasons I love talking to you about stuff? I don't think I'm any of that. I think all three of us have embraced going, oh, I don't know that. I don't know that answer to that one. Oh, okay. And that is one of those, that's a problem we see today is that people feel like, well, I need to, I'm supposed to know the answer, so now I'll just talk out my ass for a little bit. I think uh, or about, or I'll turn my feelings into facts, and that's and that's different. But one of the things I like about the show is that we will go. Well, I have no idea, no idea what that is. Here's what I kind of feel, but I don't know if that's right. And that's a, a better way to handle those things. Okay. Um, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. mean, r- right now, it, it, a lot of times, I don't know for some reason, Facebook has turned us all into experts. Yeah. We'll all be geopolitical experts, and then a week later, we'll all be financial experts, and a week later, we'll all be climate change experts, and a week later, we'll all be uh, gender theory experts, based on whatever the story is that week. Mm-hmm. And then we're all like, well, actually, and I'm like, well, come on, man. You're not an expert. Your study, your your research is that you watched uh, one YouTube video, and now you made up your mind. But that's not the same thing as, as somebody who's spent uh, 10 years and 10,000 hours of their lives devoted us. Uh, we should just maybe listen to them sometimes and, and step down and go, well, maybe we let somebody else take the ball on this. And I'd love to watch a documentary on it, but now I, I, you can't trust a documentary to be unbiased or uh, on what? Objective. Any, on any, any pretty much any subject. Any subject. Yeah. I don't know. Here's the thing. You can kind of make up your mind on a lot of stuff, but you've got to actually do the work. And that involves like some lengthy reading mm-hmm. and some thinking. And then going and searching for some interviews and like it takes it takes some work and that's the sucky part of it. Nah, I'd rather watch Golden Girls. Hell yeah! Hey, you know what? 
when they sit around the kitchen eating pie at night. I, you know what's crazy? Dropping bombs and knowledge right there. I watch that show and I'm like, this is me, Matt and Bob. It is. Golden Girl, we are the Golden Girls. Because it's like, it's quick little lines and they're all insulting and derogatory toward each other. And it's, uh, it's I'm Blanche, obviously. Uh, I, I That's the show that I watch whenever I'm sick and I've got like fever and I'm going to be up all night. I know I'm not going to be able to sleep. Hmm. I put that on and start running it. Well it's written. So good. It's, it's so, so good. good. So good. I think the ladies have probably the top two. I think Lucy, because she created the whole thing. And then Golden Girls. My favorite thing about Golden Girls, God gets me every time, and it's become a meme now. You see it on, on online a lot. But those women were supposed to be in their fifties. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> so, the, someone pointed that out to me too. Those women are supposed to be like 40, 47. The age of a I don't no. want to I don't want to you don't talk about a woman's age, but the age of of a woman who's uh-huh. related to this room. And you tell me that tall, hot drink of water is supposed to be a Golden Girl and doesn't make any sense. You, you know what I mean? You not see the Golden Girls on an e-bike. I can tell you that. Well, I wasn't going to give away who we were talking about. Let's do this. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Jen Fonseca this morning. Still looking hot. And all those Golden Girls out there. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Click, click. That's time for Click, Click, Boom. We go through the clickbait so you don't have to. Did you know that? Mm-mm. That's what Click, Click, Boom is. We're going through the clickbait so you don't have to. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I don't actually go through the clickbait. I just grab the headline and I think, I'm not going to take the time. I'll read it as it go. But this one I actually went through, and guess what? It is uh, pretty stupid. Uh, here are seven body parts that are more or less useless. So there's seven of them? Yeah, if you're a married man, you know what the number one yeah, one is. Yeah. <laughs> the one to pick up your socks, whatever that is. The one you use for that. I do use it to pick up my socks. <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> yeah, we got them good, didn't we? We got them good. The first one there is the appendix. You might know about the appendix. It's that thing. It's a pouch attached to your large intestine. Every once in a while it gets filled with turds and hurts, and then you have to go to the hospital and have it taken out. Turds are in there? Uh, I don't know. Huh. Uh, it turns out it might not be entirely useless. Scientific theories have been floating around since 2007 that the appendix might actually serve as a safe house for beneficial gut bacteria, storing it to replenish in the rest of the gut if it gets wiped out by illness or antibiotics or whatever. It's a place where, uh, if it turns out to be accurate, it's not a, it, it's not a, a particularly important organ. Um, you still need to have it removed if it gets uh, particularly infected. Hmm. Hundreds of thousands of people get their appendix taken out every year, and they're doing just fine. How many people used to die from a ruptured appendix? If we're taking out 100,000 appendix a year, no, hundreds that, of thousands. No. So two, 300,000 appendix going out every year. Yeah, you got to think they're like possessed or something back in the day. But now, I mean, when is our body going to stop printing them, you know? My daughter recently uh, had all of all the signs of a of appendicitis. A appendicitis to go to the hospital, everything. Turned out to be a fart or something. I don't know. <laughs> they were like, "No, nah, dude, your appendix is fine. She's got something else going on in there." Those can be deadly too. Uh, next up is the coccyx. <laughs> this is something that's in. <laughs> I was gonna say in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, at your tailbone. 
Oh. It's your tailbone, buddy. It's your tailbone. I hope we grow that back. You know what that's there for, don't you? It's for you to land on when you fall off the roof, and it uh, hurts particularly uh, bad. You ever, you ever land? That's, that's the, every time I ever damage my tailbone, it's falling off of something and landing on my ass. Humans do not have tails. We don't need our tails. Our ancestors probably had some kind of tail, and that's why the tailbone is there. I think the kangaroo got the good deal when it came to tails. You can kind of lean back on that thing, bounce. Here's a funny thing. Do you know that different people have different amounts of tailbone? You can have three to five bones there to, that's your tailbone. But aren't there people that actually have a little bit of a tail? Shh. I want to see it. Cindy. No, you're not supposed to talk about the lizard people, buddy. Tell us. You ever seen one of those that had a little, a little bit of a tail? You ever seen one I've live? I've never seen it, and I've searched it so much on uh, you, ever get a, a, you ever get a young lady undressed and... You look at first. You're looking at those two spots. You know those little indentations girls get on their back. Mm-hmm. Where, you, where you're supposed to put your thumbs. Yeah. And then there's just a little tail there. And then there's a little tail, and it wiggles a little bit. It lets you know if you're doing a good job. I could, just yeah. like a dog. If you're rubbing the right spot, it'll wiggle. I can look past that. You, look, why you would want that, wouldn't you? Yeah. An indicator that you're doing it right. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that'd be real quiet. Yeah. You don't know nothing. Mm-mm. The tail? You got to make some noise, girl. I got to know something. Uh, yeah. Occasionally, it gets rid of itself by fusing with the sacrum. All right. Mm. They know what they were doing. When they named all this stuff, they did this just so we would laugh in science class. Mm-hmm. Coxic, sacrum. sacrum. I don't even know them. That's the other lower backbone. In cases of extreme pain that don't resolve with any treatment, people can get their coccyx surgically removed. Occasionally, a, ba- a baby will be born with an actual tail, and human embryos generally form an entire tail that later disappears as it grows into a tailbone. See, our, our for some reason, our natural selection took us, or our evolution really took us to like, hey, we're going to start using our brains now, and then that stopped. And that now we don't, have any, we don't have any of the cool body stuff. Can I say this, though? Looking at all the pants I own, I'm glad we don't have a tail. Where are you going to tuck that thing? I don't know. I mean, it would make the gray sweatpants tighter. You realize that if we still had tails, we would have to develop pants that either covered the tail or had to have like some kind of weird hole right there. But that would mean that you would get a lot of it. It would mean that if you sat the wrong way, someone could see your b-hole. There'd be a little pocket or something for it. I'm sure Levi's would have done something. God bless you. Levi's. Uh, next on the list, wisdom teeth, uh, which we don't need because humans no longer have what? Smarts. Wisdom. wisdom. That's right. Third set of molars have made dental surgery a rite of passage for those who get them. Many people don't. They usually start emerging between the ages of 17 and 21. Often there's no room in the jaw. They have to be extracted. I have mine. They were never extracted. Same. I'm smart, too. Uh, yeah. I, I will say this. Mine weren't. The reason mine weren't extracted has nothing to do with like whether they needed to be. In fact, every time I've been to a dentist, they go, what are you still doing with these? Do you just take them out for fun? I thought you just take them out when they hurt. I mean, I had a single mother with single mother income. They weren't, if, if unless it was something that was really causing a problem, really, if it was unless it was causing a problem for her, mm-hmm. it wasn't handled. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Money was tight. That's just the way it's going to be. Like, a, like the time that I, I cut through my leg with an open can of Alpo dog food and the mm-hmm. blood was pouring out everywhere, mm-hmm. we put duct tape on that. It's not a bad choice. 
It's a lot of trouble for a set of teeth that we don't even need. One theory is that our ancestors who ate harder to chew things and didn't have dentists needed them as backup teeth. Modern science has gotten pretty good at just replacing teeth as they fall out, but wisdom teeth could still replace damaged molars in a pinch. Hmm. I would say, can I say this? What? For people who say, oh, we don't really need them. I would say that you are not, probably not having the same amount of Bucky's jerky that I am on road trips. Because uh, those things, that really, that can snap through some jerky some back there. Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be today's Click, Click, Boom. I got three more of these for tomorrow, and you'll enjoy them. But you will not get them unless you tune in again tomorrow. Do we have a uh, floater? Yeah, we do have a floater, but I'm going to load it? Uh, pull it up here. Yeah. Okay. Well, then let me say this. Wisdom say? teeth, wisdom teeth. Go and take them now, wisdom teeth. Oh, we can't donate them, can we? Wisdom teeth? You can. You can donate them to a, a child who's lost their hair. They make wigs out of them. Is that what you meant? You grow them really long. You can donate them to a kid mm-hmm. and make a wig for that have yeah. had cancer or something. Or a kid born with no teeth. Oh, boy, that'd be... That's what I want to do is take my wisdom teeth and replace my front two incisors or whatever, the, the bucky teeth. Yeah. I want to replace them with my, my big-ass molars and see how that looks. One of my aunts told me she was born with teeth. That is, I know that it happens, and when that's that's the creepiest, dude. Isn't it? A baby with teeth? Mm-hmm. Nah, get out of here, bro. All right, let's find out if this spot is out of the... Is that us? Are we back? Yes, we're back. Hey, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you know what diet weed is? I've never really heard the term, but I mean, is it like a slang term for like CBD or something like so that? So you, you haven't heard, you, I didn't know if maybe, I didn't know if maybe you'd heard about it already, like it was a cultural thing. Cannabis is growing in popularity in more ways than one. The chemical that provides the high, Delta 9 THC, however, cannabis, oh, Delta, oh, it's just Delta 8. Yeah, that's what I figured. It was one of those whatevers. Uh, the reason people call Delta-8 THC diet weed because is because that chemical difference is a little less potent than what it does at the, at the cannabinoid receptor. Despite being less potent, the FDA is very concerned about diet weed because it remains a relatively unregulated space. Uh, see, I just, all, all this kind of half-assed legalization is really worrying me as somebody who buys off of the uh, I guess black market because now I'm just like hey is this is this the pure stuff is this the good stuff or is this some has this been stepped on is this a Delta 8 are you selling me the, hey the Deltas let me taste it I hear great reports about the the Deltas yeah. I think it works for a lot of people mm-hmm and I think also, well, also, you got to remember the age group that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm not 20 anymore. Y'all are doing it for healing. I've that's got, fine. I've got friends who are into the diet weed, and uh, they like it. I think they especially like it because they're like, yeah, it's three hours. I can set my watch to it. It starts, and I know what's going to happen, and I know when it's going to be over. And I think that they are, they're busy. they got stuff to do. Hey, come on. we got to go. Come on. My, <laughs> we got to go. we got to get up in the morning. got to work. And they enjoy it. So, okay. Well, I'm trying to run from my problems. Oh, I got you. And You're trying so, to. Do you like the loopy? Do you like the? the I need si- it. 
Uh, the sativas where you get way in your head and uh, disappear for a little bit and I everything, do. and you hear noises and whatever. Like, I don't understand wanting to... Okay, I, I'm not saying that There's I'm some, a square, okay? okay? I've been through some things. What I'm saying is, especially when you talk about it with a... So, when your brain... Okay, right now I'm sober, right? Because it's in the morning time. All right. And when I think of the concept, hey, man, you want to go out to the car and get scared with me? Like, that's a weird concept, kind of, yeah. right? But it is kind of what you're saying to somebody if if you're in, this, in that, that heavy sativa world. Hey, man. Let's go get scared together. Let's go get scared. Hey, I man. mean, that's like same like a roller coaster going to a haunted house. A roller coaster is over in two and a half minutes, and I can move on with my life. No, the line is about 30 minutes. And then you got the coaster that's you're two minutes. You're not scared when you're in the line, are you? Yeah. <laughs> you're waiting. You're anticipating. Oh, yeah. I don't get that. I don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't. I feel look, oh, some of those strains are good, but you really run the risk getting a sativa of getting the scary Having a scary, anxious time. I know, but when I was young, music? Yeah, it was better. That's where I wanted to be. But when you get a good, good strain that's a sativa, then yeah, you're you're happy, you're creative, active. That's just why we need bud tenders, too. Tell me which one I need to... I'm about to go perform, I don't know, jazz somewhere. What do I need? And then just give you it. Because I do remember going to a girl's house one time, and man, I was into this girl. Ooh, I'm mm. into this girl. Mm. Dude. Fiery hot. But also, like, one of those girls, like, not a lot of makeup. Like, like Alicia Keys? Just no makeup? Yeah, but also a little tomboyish. I like those. Yeah. And then she was like, I just brought this back from Colorado. This is 30 years ago. I was like, I didn't want to say, like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, the date did not go well because uh, five minutes after I got there, I was like, dude, I'm dead. I already died. I think I died. I think I'm dead. I think everything's a dream. Everything's a dream. I bet. And then in my, then I convinced myself that she had a boyfriend who was going to come to the door any minute and kick my ass. That's what happened. I mean, then it's always a possibility. Then after that. I convinced myself that she was a narc, an undercover narc, and had worked out this whole thing so that, so that she could bust me. Anyway, really pleasant experience. Yeah, I've I have a few of those moments too, but now well, the, I think the positive outweighs the bad, at least for me. Well, good for you. I think if you smoke more, you'll have more positive experience. All right. Well, maybe that. You know what? You know, I'm in here all the time saying I need a hobby. I need something else to do. I need something to do with my life. I need. I need some direction. I need something that becomes mine. And maybe that should be it. Should I be start becoming a weed dude? Maybe. And then you start like blowing glass and making pipes and stuff. Well, I was gonna say that the danger when you're a older white dude and you become the weed dude is, you know, I end up with that real. Weak ass, thin ponytail. Oh, no, I think Seth Rogen's changing that forever. You think? Okay, because I don't necessarily want to become. Although I don't know, Doug Benson's hair was long when he came in here last. Yeah, hmm. Doug Benson was looking a little South Austin man, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I want to go full South Austin man. I don't know if I need to spend every Sunday at the Saxon Pub. <laughs> You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And when I say you, I'm talking about you out there in the audience. You know exactly who I'm talking about. They know what they're doing. South Austin man. Some dudes embrace it. Yeah, I'm South Austin man. But sometimes I'm like, hey, man, 
I think there's a good balance. I went to the domain and grabbed one drink Saturday, and uh, strawberry. I mean, yeah, strawberry marg. Oh, did you go? I, I know you had to go fruity. Where'd you go? It was just like this little stand outside of the domain. It was a spontaneous thing, and I didn't eat all day. And then I had that. Wait, did you just strong. go by yourself? And then that now they have they have, they have they have drink stands. Yeah. Wait, is, is that a real thing? Well, I think there was like some weird like fashion show thing. I think they were having at the domain. All of the Richies were out. Is that why you went to the domain? Was to did you get super high and decided to go look at Ayers? Mm-hmm. Did you see any? Mm-hmm. Say hi to any of it? No, of course not. Stood in a corner, didn't you? No. Stood in a corner drinking your your your, your pink drink and mm-hmm. just looking. But I had a great time while I was drinking. But then afterward, I felt like I don't know. Maybe it was all the sugar. I thought drinking was going to start to become my thing, and I'm going to try to do it. Isn't it weird? Like what? Once what? a weekend. Like you're dipping in the weed, and I'm like, ah, maybe I'll get a margarita. Maybe I'll get a margarita. So. Yeah, but uh, even if I if I decide that weed becomes my hobby, I'm not going to dip into strawberry weed. I highly recommend you do that. Their uh, strawberry cough is one of the most popular flavors. If this not, there's no such thing as flavors. It's all smoke flavor, right? Uh, what I have right now tastes very grape and fruity, and is a pleasure to inhale. So, so all, st- all you vape kids out there. But is that just the the Swisher Sweet wrapper on it? No, no, no. I'm not. I don't. I don't like to wrap it up. I know. I'm. I'm, te- I'm teasing. It with you. both in the bedroom either. Elf. <laughs> Put your elf bars down. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I'll get into some evil ways and make make that my new thing. I wanted you to become a better man and play better man.
This is Rock and Roll News. I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. It is time for Rock and Roll News. It's Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. Bob Fonseca out today. I'm Matt Bearden in for Bob Fonseca. Let's get right into the Rock and Roll News. Duff McKagan and his wife have adopted an adorable rescue puppy. Now, of course, you know Duff McKagan. He's the world-famous bassist for Guns in Roses. That's right. It's not Guns and Roses. It's Guns in Roses. Duff McKagan and his wife, her name is Susan McKagan, they've welcomed a new rescue puppy to their family. That's right. The uh, they, they adopted the rescue pup from the LaBelle Foundation. It's a Los Angeles-based animal rescue organization. They shared photos and a video of the unnamed puppy to Instagram. They said, guys, we adopted a rescue puppy. How white is that? I'm sorry. How cute is he? They said. Thank you, LaBelle Foundation. We are so happy. The, the Gee, incredible thing yeah. is, is it, they show one of those things where, you know, the puppy starts, you know when an ambulance goes by and an ambulance mm-hmm. is wailing, or, and yeah. then the puppy starts going, oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a video of Axl Rose singing, oh. and then the puppy, the puppy was, was howling along with Axl's, with that, his, yeah, his, his oh. recent singing has gotten a little... Irony, I guess. That's no city with paradise in it. Anyway, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, yeah, they had a. uh, They previously had another dog. They they used to love, but they uh, they had to kill it. Anyway, let's go with this. Uh, Billy Idol is now admitting he turned down recording a hit song. Now he's got plenty of other hits. It's probably not that big of a deal. He's going to survive, right? Uh, but he could have had one extra hit in there. It turns out Idol was approached to record Don't You Forget About Me. No. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Don't you. That's right. He was uh, approached by the producers of uh, The Breakfast Club. They were looking for someone to record the hit song title track. Some Simple Minds eventually landed with that Don't You Forget About Me. Idol, by the way, wasn't the only one who was approached. They went to Billy Idol, and Billy Idol said, no, I don't want to do that. That's not a track that fits me, doesn't suit me, and I don't want to do a song for a movie by a rather unknown director at the time. Now, Breakfast Club has become a huge hit since Mm then. When Billy Idol said no, the producers moved on to Simple Minds. Oh, Actually, they didn't. They went on to Brian Ferry. You know Brian Ferry. More than this. Wow. But Brian Ferry said, no, I don't want to do that. I I don't want to record some of her soundtrack. It's kind of beneath me. They didn't and, know it was going to be. And a I hit. don't want. I don't want Billy Idol's also rans. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. So the producers moved on to Chrissy Hine for the Pretenders. Got brass. <laughs> In pockets. (laughs) And I'm going to make you, make you, make you notice. And she said, hey, guess what? I'm going to make you notice that I'm not interested in a hand-me-down song. And I don't want something beneath me, which would be recording a track for a soundtrack. Good. Have those standards. So eventually, despondent, the producer said, I'm hungry. Let's go to nearby Jack in the Box. They happen to be talking about the song. And Simple Minds, of course, were all there. Trying to fix the shake machine. They said, we'll do it. We'll do it. 
We'll happily do it. Nothing's beneath us. We've got nothing. Please, let Please. us do it. And uh, and then they got to they got to record it. And then, as everyone knows, it turned into a huge hit. And then to follow up that hit, Simple Minds returned to that Jack in the Box where they've been working ever since, Ooh. apparently. I don't know. I haven't heard from them since then. I don't. Hey, don't you forget about us. This is the one song we're ever going to sing, but please don't forget about us. Hey, you know what would help us remember you? Hmm. Second song. Maybe a follow-up, something one like more. that. Maybe nothing, something hey, else, another release. Always good. We maybe get another hit? Maybe another movie. You could record a soundtrack. Can't you do something? Anything? I can give you extra fries. We'll take you. James Hetfield is in Detroit. He made a rare appearance in Detroit to sign copies of his book. Uh, It's a book about guitars, the guitars of James Hetfield. I know when I think books. Yeah. And I think, man, who really loves books? It's Metallica fans. Big metalhead. And it's people in Detroit. In fact, a lot of people don't realize this. Detroit used to be called Motor City. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's now called Pages City. <laughs> they love books in Detroit. And you know why? Why? Because in the winter, it gets very cold. And because the auto industry has been decimated, nobody has enough money to buy wood to burn and their fireplaces to stay warm. So they get to use books. <laughs> oh. Hey. What's up with all these books? Uh, the event took place at Jack White's Third Man Records location in the Cass Corridor District of Detroit. Hey, you ever been to an intimate event for a massive rock star? A little small event like that? Like, that's that's where you get to see. If you want to see James Hetfield up close, I say go to a book signing in Detroit. It's you and two other guys, and those two other guys, employees of the record store. Oh, I don't want to meet them. Yeah, yeah. Now it's got to be uncomfortable because now James Hetfield, he's feeling uncomfortable because nobody showed up, and now he's going to talk to you more than you want to talk to him. Oh boy, this and, now, and now finally you got to go. Hey James, I got to go. Yeah, sorry, bud. Go to the back and enter some Sandman. That's kind of sad. One more story for you: Aerosmith, one of their biggest hits ever. One of their biggest hits. In fact. The first song they ever recorded that hit number one was I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Do you remember that song? I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Armageddon. That's right. Absolutely. 1996 was the inspiration for that song. And you'll never believe where the inspiration came from. I was 11. That's still good. The song was written by not Aerosmith. That's right. It was written by Diane Warren. She was good friends with Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand at the time was married to James Brolin. In her new memoir, My Name is Barbara, Barbara Streisand says, hey, the song I Don't Want to Miss the Thing was inspired by her relationship with her husband, James Brolin. She says when the two began dating in 1996, Brolin once said to her, I don't want to fall asleep because I'll miss you. I don't want to fall asleep because I'll miss you. Brolin said that? Way to lay it on thick, Ah, Yames. Man, I'm going to use that one. Damn, somebody wanted to get him them pants. So she told the story in an interview with Barbara Walters. Songwriter Diane Warren saw the interview and thought about it and said, you know what? I'm going to write a song about not wanting to miss a thing. She did write that song. It was called I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. It became Aerosmith's first hit. And because it was Aerosmith's first hit. It was really their first hit? Or you it was their about? first number one that okay. they ever had. 
Steven Tyler was so excited by that, and he wanted to say thank you by Barbara Streisand, and that's why ever since then, Steven Tyler has dressed as Barbara Streisand on stage. That's why he appears as an older woman when you see him on stage now. Flowy uh, blouse from Chico's. What a way to honor her. Shoes from TJ Maxx. I never knew that fact. Scarves from the mall. Mm-hmm. He looks fantastic. I don't want to miss yeah. a thing. And I certainly don't want to miss pie with my girlfriends at the table of our Golden Girls Palace. Hi. Uh, I'm Steven Tyler. We love Steven. And I love Babs. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> And finally, hey, guess what? I think it's time for Rock and Roll News Jr. Now, I understand that kids all around uh, all around the nation are uh, probably not even in the car right now. Austin uh, ISD is not even in session today. A day off so that uh, teachers can make plans to... Uh, to send, you know, emails to the young people that they are trying to woo. Probably wasn't supposed to say that out loud, was it? No. Probably wasn't supposed to say that part out loud. Well, guess what? Um, The story that I had pulled up is not here right now, so let's pivot to the next story. And boy, kids, uh, what's more rock and roll than Ken? Ken apparently is not Knuff. For the National Toy Hall of Fame. That's right. The uh, the the Hall of Fame finally inducted. We talked earlier about the nominees. But Ken has been yeah. said no to. That's right. Ken did not get into the Toy Hall of Fame. What? Well, he was kind of. An, that's like Batman and Robin. He was the Robin. Uh, so that's kind of sad. And then I remember the story that I wanted to tell you. And I'm going to look it up somewhere else. But uh, here we go. Yeah! Hot off of their six Grammy nominations, the indie rock supergroup of Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, they all performed rousing editions of their tunes on SNL over the weekend. I know the kids were probably yeah! lined up. Of course, Timothee Chalamet was... Uh, Celebrating the end of the actor's strike mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. hosting Saturday Night Live. Kids, were you allowed to stay up late enough to watch Boy Genius? I know, yeah, wow, six Grammy nominations mm-hmm. for Phoebe at Company. <laughs> Do you remember staying up late at night so you could watch Saturday Night Live? So when I was real young, like 10 and stuff, I, it was, I was more of a mad TV guy. If that shows you how zany I was. Did you love tuning in to see uh, uh, Boy Genius, a group that's all ladies? Mm-mm. They're trying to they're trying to provoke our kids is what they're doing. That's what they're trying to do, change them. And now it's time for the Rock and Roll Shout-Out! Yeah! This Rock and Roll Shout-Out goes to our good friend who's uh, out today, but riding, probably riding an electric bike around the city somewhere. He started this entire thing called Rock and Roll News. His name is Bob Fonseca. Bob Fonseca, wherever you are out there, thank you for all you do. Oh, that 
is today's rock and roll news, ladies and gents. I've been Matt Beard, and I can't do the justice to rock and roll news if Bob Fonseca can, but I can give it my best and give it my all. That's all I'm asking of you out there. You folks out there headed to work, keeping the city alive and going, keeping the lights on. Do the best that you can, and whenever you feel down and things aren't happening the way you want them to, turn to rock and roll. It saved Bob's life. It saved my life. It could save your life, too. It's rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen, and now... If things get really bad, you know what you can do? Turn to heroin. That's right. Turn to heroin. That's what Guns N' Roses did. It saved their... Oh, actually, no, it cost somebody their life. Uh, you know what? I take that back. Don't turn to heroin. Bring back the gatekeepers. You know, uh, music used to have a lot of gatekeepers. You had A&R people who were going out there looking for music acts, and then you had producers, and you had music executives, and they would say no to a lot of bands. They'd say, this is not... A, you can't make hits. You're not really a musician... No, they would say. And uh, a lot of musicians said, let's bring down the walls. Let's get rid of the gatekeepers. Quit telling us what we can and cannot do. And uh, we democratized and we pedestrianized our music, right? Mm-hmm. Now you can uh, you can take GarageBand, you can put it in your room, you can build your own music, you don't need anybody. And you can release directly to, to release your music directly to uh, these platforms. You don't even need a, a label anymore, right? True. Is that a good thing? Uh... I think it is because it will produce more artists that we can see. Now, the double-edged sword for that yes. is going to be there's going to be a bunch of trash as well. Yes, yes, yes. And there is a bunch of trash to sort through. Uh, hey, how about some videos on the radio? We haven't done that in a while. I, I enjoy it. Uh, here is a funny video from someone named Bashford Music and that I think makes a pretty good point. Every track you hear on here is a real track that has been released, okay? Oh, okay. And I want you to listen to this video because I don't know. It made me laugh last night, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I get, I get, what you're, I get what you're doing here. I get what you do. I see what you're doing." Uh, here we go. This is from Bashford Music. And I know, and I know, and I know. Oh, uh, maybe this one. No, it's more like and I know, and I know, and I know. Um, was it this one? No, it's like and I know, and I know, and I know. This one. How about this? Saturday, maybe? And I know, and I know, and I know, and I know. Disco? I think it's a Leon song, maybe? And I know, and I know, and I know. I don't think so. This Leon. Maybe it's more like, and I know, I know, I know. This one? I think maybe it was like, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, I know, I know, I know. It's this. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's getting closer. I know. And I know, 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 I know. I don't even know how the algorithms do it, to be honest, because there's so many songs that are exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... I like that video because I was like, dude, how did this guy find all these songs that have the exact same... Because think about trying to write a song. Like, I'm going to end up rewriting 
Footloose or something like that. Like I'm gonna like you just remember a rhythm from an old song you love, and then you're like, I think I got something. I think I got it. And it's the same old song, and then you don't recognize it till you know you're mixing it down and dance. So I don't know. I feel for uh, musicians and artists trying to come up with something original. Well, I these days, you know, I've been essing on pop country for a long time. Yeah. Um, I like a little more. Did that start in the '90s? Edge on the country. Yeah, I mean, I think it. Come I mean, on. actually, I think it started in the '80s when they decided to bring synthesizers into. Love Travis Tritt. Country music. And I think a lot of '90s is when it really started becoming absolute trash. But they also. They realized that they had some... Country music was absolutely failing toward the end of the 80s. Just absolutely taking a nosedive and failing. And along came a guy named Chris Gaines. You may know him as... Garth Brooks. That's right, Garth Brooks. And Garth Brooks had a had a huge hits. And he kind of harkened back a little bit to older country. And that's where I thought he was going to go. But they very quickly got him with some big-time pop producers. And he created some of the biggest hit records of all time. In fact, he's one of the top-selling artists I ever. I think he's the Michael Jackson of country. And when they did, they realized, oh, we can bring back country music and we make millions and millions of dollars. The problem we have is we have to stop letting country artists write country songs. we got to just find them pop music and then put a twang on it. Mm-hmm. And it's become a little repetitive with its tropes. I think it's boring. It also sells tons of records. It's done well enough that it pulled Bobby Bones out of Austin, Texas, where he was a morning show host. Mm-hmm. They hired him off to Nashville to talk about country music, something he didn't even have a background in. And now he's become huge, and country music is enormous. We have the, the music awards that come here now to the, to the Adormo Dome. Huge. Right. But I would say that a lot of it just sounds, and I've tried to explain because my wife loves pop country. But I've tried to tell her, it's like, it just sounds, it sounds terrible to me. So uh, there I ruined it. Came up with an idea of how I can explain to my wife why I don't like country music. Okay. Uh, This is what bro country sounds like to people who don't like bro country. You ready? Yeah. What bro... I think this might apply to the 2000s country more so. This is bro I'm going to defend bro, 90s country till I die. Well, bro country started in the 90s and has developed since then. Okay. And it has continued to head in a, in a bro, bro direction. Okay. Dibrotion? Uh, yeah, we'll go with that one. Okay. So hopefully the beginning of this one doesn't get cut off like the last one, because I want you to be able to hear the whole track. Um, this is uh, what bro country sounds like to people who don't like bro country. Hang on. Let me let me let me make sure it starts at the beginning. Truck jeans, beer girl, creek boots, truck, tan legs, train dog, beer, Dixie truck. Got a beer in my beer and a Chevy in my truck. Got a dog at the wheel, cut off jeans, truck. Dirt road, bike road, beer moonlight, red, white, and blue girl Friday night. It was just, uh, they, they just they just fed it to AI. They fed a bunch of songs and said, write us another song, and the AI just was spit that out. Bunch of basic people are downloading it right now. It's a big hit, actually. It's too predictable. It's just so, I really think I could be a country star. I really think you can just write a country song and then, hey, there Do you know why I think you think that? Why? You don't own a mirror. I, I think, but that's my edge. Have you seen, there are a lot of, uh... 
There's a few black country artists now. Oh, and even a couple you, you of think Mexican I'm talking artists. about? You think I'm talking about ethnicity? That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, there's literally a man named Jelly Roll who's like 350 pounds. Oh, and you think because you weigh more than him that yeah, that just makes you a hit maker? It makes me a bigger star. <laughs> Damn, I'm in trouble. Damn, boy. Dang in now for some. Thick headline. Let's hit it. Uh, some Austin area headline. It's a Monday. It's a little slow. I mean, they want to tell us that it's raining outside, but you know what? You don't need me to tell you that. You're outside. You know. Austin did become the first city in Texas to offer property tax relief to child care providers just two days after Texas voters approved Proposition 2. That's right. Uh, they The city is now giving tax breaks to eligible child care operators and it could be a good thing for a lot of parents out there. Now, you might say, well, a lot of parents don't own a child care operating facility. But guess what? Their kids go to one. And hopefully those savings will get passed on your kid. I won't keep my fingers crossed because I don't know anybody passing savings on to folks. But you know what? If uh, one child care provider lowers their cost, it would create a little bit of a war. And another child care provider would have to lower their cost. It is very expensive child care in this city. Chewy, you want to take a stab at what uh, monthly child care might be kind of on an average? I don't actually know, but I will. I can give you numbers of what I know people are paying to have children in child care per month. I don't know, and I think it's inflated, but I'll hopefully, uh, who knows when I'll find out or maybe never. But I'm going to say $900 a month. Okay, that's a little infl- I mean, that's a nicer place. And if you have two kids, yeah, that's definitely what you're paying. Um, it's a. I want to say I think we paid around five hundred a month for one kid. So okay, yeah. Okay. When we had both kids in childcare at one time, it was uh, it was a girl. No, maybe it was more. Maybe it was twelve hundred. You know what? Was it Guess what? I don't know. I can remember this. When my kids started going to school and got out of childcare, it was an amazing. It was like getting a raise, a huge, huge raise. Mm. And because uh, I was like, oh, my God, we're going to have this extra thousand in the bank every single month. Damn. Unfortunately, that extra thousand in the bank was seen by my wife as a opportunity, target opportunity. It goes fast. It does. It really does. But you know what? Bless them. Love, love them. Love my fam. Love my fam. It's worth it. Gotta keep every it bit happy. of it's worth it. Love them. He keeps saying to himself. Can't. Good enough. In a way that he's trying to convince himself. Love him. Boy, do I. Need him every day. Boy, do I. Well, anyway, congratulations to those who have been motivated by Prop 2 to lower uh, the uh, tax burden for child care centers. Maybe I'll just order. Maybe I'll, I'll start a child. I'm taking care of children in my in my house. Can I get, can a, I get a tax relief? Tax write-off. You don't. Why don't you just open a door and say, kids, come in here? Put a sign on your apartment that says, kids, come in here, and then see if you can get some tax relief. Yeah, just stay in here for five minutes. If you can withstand the smoke, I get a tax write-off. You're going to need way more fruit by the foot, though, with all those kids in there. I got feet. I got five on it. Hey, here's a big report that just came out, uh, and it's a big headline here. Um, We are becoming more and more and more of an international city right here in Austin, Texas. Last year, we've seen uh, home buyers from countries including India, Japan. Oh, wait, hell, I'm going to do this. India, Japan, Germany, Australia, Russia, 
UAE, Sweden, Mexico, United Kingdom, Canada, Brazil, Argentina, China, Scotland, and France. That's right. Uh, 104 home sales transactions. Wait, wait. I just did it wrong. Where was it? There was an actual percentage of how many home home buyers. I think it's like one in nine are coming from outside of the country. that are relocating here, which I happen to think is great. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to make some people angry, but I happen to really like immigration. I think it's good for the country. It makes us a smarter country. Um, hmm. th- 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 what do you think about, like, Go ahead. the Ron DeSantis deal where he's he's stopping, like, Chinese companies from buying a bunch of houses? I think that all of that is uh, done as... Uh, you mean... I, I understand what he's saying. He's saying, oh, you can't be a... Um, you you can't be a company that's just that that kind of thing tends to settle itself out in time. I know that doesn't help anybody in the immediate moment, but uh, that kind of stuff those those companies tend to go bankrupt to get hurt. I mean, look at what's happening with Airbnb right now. Unless I'm not going to whisper it right now, okay? But uh, it's not going so great for them. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I asked a couple of millennials about it, and they're not like you know right wing people, but they're like, oh, I think that's kind of a good thing. And they're probably well. No, I mean a right a right winger a right winger would think it's bad because they would believe in free market and they wouldn't want a regulation on the market. Traditionally, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, tradition is doesn't have much. Yeah, three uh, percent of all home sales dollars in the uh, Austin region area, six hundred and nine million totals uh, were foreign buyers. And uh, but I mean, if the people are living here, I mean, I think that's good, right? Don't you think it? Like, there's nothing wrong with any individual person buying a home and, and making something. You're saying the alive. problem is, is that once some of these holding companies come in and buy and take Correct. them off the market, then it creates an issue. And then that's where the inflated prices of right. demand but start see, happening. That's part of where I, I'm. That's where the other day when I was talking about how good it would be if we can all start building mother-in-law apartments in our backyard and stuff like that. What that would do is that that would then create a turn mm-hmm. in the graph of money mm-hmm. and it would suddenly create a huge glut of homes now realtors don't want that because that's how they make their money i understand that but it would make some of these investment companies start to panic if they realize that a huge number of homes were getting ready to come on the market they would try to sell those off it would be a lot more inventory and that's how you bring prices down uh I, mm, yeah yeah i guess so yeah i mean so th- th- there's not i guess so i mean if 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 you have a sudden huge supply of something, mm-hmm. that brings the price down. Okay. No? No, I think sure you're right. That? I mean, hopefully significantly enough. I don't know about like in like this city that's a big growing city. I think things would just get filled up and stuff would stay. We got a lot of bars. Have the drink prices gone down? Good point. Okay. Great point. Really appreciate that point. Well done. And finally, uh, there's a series with KXAN, uh, speaking of Melting Pot City, uh, a whole series that they're doing called uh, Criminal. And uh, it's interesting, or Outlaw, I'm sorry, Outlaw. It's about, and I did not know this, there were a hundred and some, 141 bills, I think, about LGBTQ folk in the in the past. What? Uh, now, they didn't all pass uh, into law. They were just proposed bills. Okay. I don't understand where this sudden late is. It like you know how like in the in, when the villain is killed in a movie and then all of a sudden he <gasps> sits back up for one last breath before he dies off. Is yeah. that what's happening suddenly? With uh, I mean, have we not? Haven't we grown past the point where we're all freaked out about homosexuality? Or do you still have folks in your family who still are a, a little weirded out about the 
No, actually, the mine guy? are pretty uh, open, and but they don't also don't follow politics or algorithms that trick them into whatever. They well, just kind of love everybody. I was not aware of this. Do you know that Texas still has a law in the books that outlaws homosexuality? Uh, in 2003, the Supreme Court basically heard a case and said, yeah, you cannot legislate homosexuality. It's against the Constitution. And that's in 2003. And so uh, a bunch of basically it overturned any laws you would have in the book. So yeah. it's uh, it's not it's an it's a law that doesn't work. But I didn't realize this multiple times over the years. Different legislatures have legislators have proposed bills that would remove that law from the book, saying, look, it's just not a good look for Texas to have a law still in the book saying it's illegal to be. You can't be no homo. Right? Yeah. Like it doesn't look good on that one on the books. It looks a little retrograde. Let's get that's, rid of it. That's kind of Texas's image and MO, isn't well, it? Well, and I think that's why some legislators have said, hey, we're kind of a modern, more modern state. We're not a backwater like we were in the 1920s. So why don't we enter the modern world and get rid of that one law? It doesn't affect anybody, right? It's a dead law. The image of your officials says otherwise, I think. Well, that's what's weird to me is that every year when it's brought up, it... It gets voted down or it doesn't pass out of committee. Mm -hmm. It seems weird to me that people would block that one. Hey, it's a law that's on the books and it doesn't do anything. It can't do anything because the federal Supreme Court has said no to it. it. And then some local are like, no, I don't want to be seen as somebody who voted for that because then I'd be seen as pro-human freedom. We should go through all of the old, like, Texas, either outdated or weird laws, because there's a lot of them, because we are Texas, after all. Like, an atheist cannot serve as a government official. Oh, really? Yeah. That's in the Texas Constitution. How do they know if you're an atheist? I don't know. I mean, you can fake it like all the other ones. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say, how many many people, if you look at those congressional guys that are up there and they tell you that they are Christians, how many of them do you believe it in? They may they may tell they may hold a Bible and tell me that they're Christian, but guess what? Their actions tell me something else. Mike Pence was the closest one. Mike Pence, I believe he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. There's no question in my mind. I believe that guy truly believes 100%. the word. And he's yeah. So I'm not going to call him out. He's held himself from the pleasures of life. But on the flip side, Matt Gates. With all the young girls that he's paying that we know he was having sex with and whatever, that... Forever a frat boy. I'm not buying it. Uh, Anyway, that's today's uh, Austin area headlines. Just informing you of a little things. A few things happening around the city. Would you give me a moment while I uh, I float and tell people about my friends over at Window Nation, and then we'll come right back to the show. Is yeah, that okay? Yeah. Is that okay with you, Chewie? I'm a little snack over here. Then. How many seconds would you give me to talk about Window Nation? Uh, Window Nation? I'll give them a little extra. Let's do 70 seconds. Well, don't tell me. Yeah, should I give them all that freebie? I don't know. They're not giving me free windows. It's right here. Sorry, I didn't pull it up. I'm a little busy this morning. I forget. There's a lot going on in the show when Bob is out. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to look at Instagram and look at models once this morning. Oh, I, I don't think I could go on. It's tough. You got to just keep going, keep going, keep going. Do you, my, my, my wife said it to me this, this this weekend. When we were driving. She goes, "Should we decorate? Should we decorate? Should we put up the tree today?" Uh, I I guess so. I don't know. Things are happening earlier and earlier, and I blame that. I blame this big chunk of the year from like between July fourth and Thanksgiving, where there's just like n- not a thing. There's nothing there. 
somebody, uh, there's an article out in the Daily Texan that says this November begins the home stretch to the end of the year, and you should already be decorating and celebrating Christmas right like November 1 should be the date that you start decorating. I can see their point now. I, I've always believed that it's the Saturday or the Sunday after Thanksgiving. You get Thanksgiving, you get everybody out of your house and all that, and then that Saturday or Sunday before you go back to work, you've had like three days off, that's when you decorate the tree. That's how it's been in my head. But my wife's this weekend said, I just want something. I want to feel, I think she wanted to feel some happiness. Alive. Yeah. It was like, let's do something to make us feel happy. Let's let's decorate the tree. But then you're not going to have anything to do the rest of the year. That's it. It's done. Well, you know, you can burn fires and, I don't know, smell a, smell a fir tree or something. Mm-hmm. Here's what I said. She said, do you want to decorate the tree? And I said, you got, we got to go up in the attic. And then it was just silent in the car for a little while. And then we started talking about something else. I think what I did was, I think she realized, oh, because you know what? Well, I got to go up in the attic. You know what that means in my house, don't you? She's like, oh, you're going to be a grump because you're going to go in the attic. You got to in the attic. You got to hunch your body over your guts, push up against your heart and lungs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like my body's too tight for everything that's inside of it. And it's scary up there. And then you're walking around on your your knees, which hurt now because I got no, no, Knee left on my knees. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now when I walk on my knees on that plywood, it hurts. And then she knows, too. She knows something else. She knows what I know, but we don't talk about, which is she sometimes opens up the entry to the attic. And frankly, she just kind of throws some mess in there. Oh. And it all just goes right at the front. Because she's like, I don't want to go in there. It's scary. So she just throws some junk in there, like when she's cleaning the kids' room or whatever. So when I said, oh, no, I got to go in the attic. She probably remember whatever new stuff she's throwing up in there. And when she knows that when I try to get up in there, that there's going to be a big stack of S everywhere. And I'm going to go, God damn it, who put that, that, who put that stuff on here? Uh, don't, don't, don't care about anything? Or is it going to put itself away magically? Is that what you... She knows that she's going to hear all that. Mm-hmm. And that, and then she's going to be like, uh-oh. And then the whole idea was, I want to feel happy and holiday-like and drink some wassail. You know what wassail is? I have no idea what that is. It's a white people party drink. It's a sounds good. It's um apple juice with a cinnamon stick in it. Ooh, a little ginger maybe. I, I mean, it's coquito. Puerto Rican people out there, send me some coquito. Puerto Rico, hey, hey. Puerto. So uh, anyway, but uh, I don't know when it's too early to. I mean, we we might still have our Halloween decorations up. I don't know. I don't ever look in the front yard anymore. Hmm. Just put a Santa Claus hat on that skeleton. And then call it Christmas? Oh. Love it. Bing, bang, boom. I'm glad I don't deal with any of that. And I'm not like a grump or anything. I'm not against it. I'm just like, who cares? My cat? If there's a tree up? I, we were never, growing up, I never had a house that had Christmas lights on it. Right? Really? It wasn't a thing that we did. But my wife is into it. And I got to tell you what, it is a task that I do not like at all. God. I do not like taking time out of a Saturday to put Christmas lights up on the house. Call me a grump. Call me a bah humbug Scrooge. I don't enjoy the task. But you also know how cheap I am. You can call somebody to put your lights up. That's like $400. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you nailed it. I'm paying that kind of money to have whatever. I'm like, well, I can do that. Save myself that money. Mm-hmm. But who does it put me in a bad mood? Standing on a ladder all day. I'm not going to do a good job all the way through. The first half is going to look real straight line. Maybe some creativity and then the rest sing my song baby it's sing my song sagging. yeah i'm trying to get this done it's getting dark at 5 30 oh my god it's ridiculous because you you you've nailed it the front i mean the first line of lights looks 
impeccable. Mm-hmm. And the rest are like, oh, did did Dad have another stroke? <laughs> I, I don't know. Does your neighborhood have one of those Christmas light competition things? Is that what she's into? Is she into, like, the neighbors? My my neighborhood has a competition for who can have the most small bills stolen out of the glove compartment of their car by... We have a couple of critters that come around my neighborhood, uh-huh. like, once or twice a month, who just go through cars. They don't steal the cars. They don't steal the radios. They just dig through looking for spot change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about it. We have it. You know, the thing is, when the... When the Save Austin Now people said, let's make it illegal for homeless people to sleep on the streets, they had to go somewhere. So they just moved into the, the green spaces of my neighborhood. And then they come out at night. And they, they don't really exactly ask for spare change, but they, they just got to grab. Ah, uh, they need it. The freaks come out, out at, at night. night. The, the freaks, freaks come, come out, out at night. night. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Look, if it was just adult dudes that lived in the world, I don't think... I don't Anything think there would, would be decorated. It would just be truck month every month, and then that's it. Sounds great. Cigar. Put a hat on a truck. On the floor. Yeah, put a hat on a truck. And that's it. I wouldn't even do that. I've been talking about getting my truck fixed up for how, how many years now, and nothing's happened to it? Mm-hmm. Unless you include extra door dents. I don't know why people in, the, in, in parking lots think because my car is older, you can just slam your car door into it, dent it, and you don't have to leave a note or anything. Like, that doesn't matter. As old, I mean, as you don't old think car that? anywhere. You I don't can, think it. I mean, you can deal with a little ding. When I see it, I'm just like, ah, if, if I hit a little bit. Chewy? It's okay. Chewy. You're Are upsetting you, me right I'm now. Not, I'm sorry. You're making me question you as a human being. Why? What do you mean? I'm not putting like a giant dent in it, but if I hit it, I'm not leaving a note. Wait, you're not leaving a note on a car? Not if it's like a little white dot from my door. And you have a bunch of white dots already, and you can't tell which white dot was mine. Why are you Why are you letting your door hit another car anyway? Because I parked really close, because I really you, want this spot. It's close to the HEB. Why would you park in a spot that is that close to somebody? Look, I have a compact vehicle. It's pretty, it's smaller. It, it's, it, it's not. Y'all messed up. And like last night on my apartment, there's, they parked on the each side very they, close. Who's they? Those Some people? Tenants? I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess some people might get a little reckless if they saw your car parked next to them. And I'm sorry that's upsetting you, but I'm telling you. It what, is upsetting me. What? I would think that you're the kind of person that you have integrity and you would write somebody and say, hey. Somebody needs to tell you what the real world is thinking and doing out here. You live in this bubble of happy t- Tacoma. No, I live in a bubble of do the right thing. This isn't a Spike Lee joint. It's a... So you're you're Just throwing a thing. you're throwing a trash can through the through the the pizzeria window. <laughs> That's who yeah, you are. I have to. Did that reference? I just realized I referenced a 35 year old movie, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Watched Juice the other day too. You got a clear but choice we can load, or we gotta just go we'll straight to the stack. We'll have to go into that because I didn't pull one out. Uh, can you go straight to the stack? I've got nothing but uh, stuff in front of me here. Oh, I see what you just did. Well, that was clever, didn't? Wasn't it? Oh, we'll mm. get rid of Phil Collins, right? Why are you getting rid of all those spots? I'm not. Those were empty. Oh, they were? The tomfoolery was empty? Yeah. This is a real spot. Mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. Having a good time getting you out there on a Monday. Hopefully we're getting you out there where you need to be. And uh, Chewy, do me a favor. Will you pull up the giveaways prompts and see if we have any giveaways later in the show? I sure will. 
While Chewie does that, we'll uh, regale you a little bit of Eagles. Remember, their uh, tickets are on sale now for their what's supposed to be their final show. We're right back in four minutes, my friends. Uh, it's becoming a broken record topic here. But uh, And you worked in a service industry for a long time, Chewie, and I did as well. And I don't believe in skimping on tips. It's part of what's going on, but it's 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 nuts right now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you feel I, I'm asking you because I know that you're closer. You worked in the service industry more recently than I have. I don't know what's expected of you, but I, I I'm starting to get angry when presented with tip tip options and tip places and stuff. I'm starting to get angry. Well, I mean, the whole I guess it's supposed to be merit based pay. But I think no matter what, 20 percent will always be standard, at least in my line. Because I'm just service industry and I know what goes into it and what have you. Uh, but I guess people are just exhausted from, I mean, you have the self-checkout machines asking for tips now. Yeah. You have people that are just simple cashiers who should be getting paid enough, or at least what their worth is, asking for tips for turning the screen around. So, I mean, I think I think once we got everybody into the tip pool now i think that's where the kind of controversy is nobody wants to because they're looping them in with everybody and like why are we tipping everybody so much and then now like doordash drivers are having trouble getting tips grubhub drivers people that really deserve them right now i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think that a grubhub driver or an uber eats drive doordash any of that i don't think they should be tipped you think they should get paid? I think they should get paid. A st- I think they should get paid a standard. I think there should be. I think we have a s- smart enough AI that if I'm ordering Grubhub, mm-hmm. that AI should be smart enough to know the amount of time that's going to be invested in that order, and should say, "Here's what your your delivery charge is going to be for that order," and you should have to pay that. There should be an elite service that does it is that. an elite service. It's a concierge level service to have somebody else go get your food and bring it to you. That is a constant. No one. That is not a necessity. Contract laborer. It it is not a necessity. And the idea that I'm going to throw you a two dollar tip for doing that is ridiculous. And Uber says, "Well, we put everything together, and we have the back end or whatever." Uber, Grubby, Eats, Postmates, whoever it is, and they say we put the back end, so we're going to take the fee. Mm-hmm. And then the driver is that, that that's the thing that you're contracting between. Now, the reason they don't want to do it is because then if they're paying that person, then they've got to pay taxes on that person. So they don't want to do it. I'm trying to think of an underground way where you can just go around Grubhub or whatever. So you don't get any of the fees. And it's just like, bro, I'll pay you five dollars to go get me that sandwich that I ordered. It's paid for. Just go grab it. Before there was. Uber or Lyft or anything in the city, there was a company called Hayride. Do you remember Hayride? Mm-mm. Started here in Austin. Okay. I thought Favor was almost first. Hayride was was about driving, though. It got bought out by Uber very very early in the game. Very early. Smart. Good and uh, the guy who started it, we, we interviewed him, but he, but he came up with the concept of Hayride, and it was literally on the app. You just said, like, I'm leaving campus and heading downtown. Anybody want to split it with me? That's kind of how it worked. Oh, yeah. And I also remember, like, it was a giant Facebook page. That's after Uber and Lyft had come to town and then were booted. And then booted, yeah. I remember that. I don't know. I think we need more of that. I need. I, I like more underground services without going through some corporate whatever and getting charged a tax. Person-to-person basis, barter system, 
I ordered us two sandwiches. Go pick it up and bring me mine. Type thing. I also just don't like that. I don't like how the machines are working either. I don't want to dog this place. I love the business. Love the business. Okay. Love, love, love the business. But when I went this weekend, I went to go to a coffee shop that I go to, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I, but I was also buying three pounds of coffee and some other stuff. Okay. Okay. So I had more than $60 worth of retail. And then I also ordered a coffee. So the option, the tip options that I was presented with off the bat were on $65 worth of transactions. Oh, right. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't, am I supposed, now do I have to, why do I have to feel like a cheap ass? Because I'm not going to tip you $8 for a, literally just a, a regular coffee. That's all I order. It should be a dollar, $2, or $3, or something like that. But the thing of the way it's put in there is by percentages. Or a button I press, and every time well, I press I had it, it's a dollar. No, now I hit the, I pressed the button that said other, custom. Yeah. And I tipped the dollar, because I was like, hey, you, I'm not trying to be a jackass here, but I'm not even getting a mocha hentai. Can you get a hentai latte? They still make those? I don't know. Yeah, yeah actually. I don't <laughs> want to tell you where you got to drink it. But I, Extra I, tentacles, please. I think you should reverse Reverse it on them, and after you tip them, like I, you know what, I was a good customer. I'm gonna pull out a little screen and flip it on you, and like, what are you gonna tip me for, be- oh, for being so pleasant? I was a good customer, wasn't I? I know this sounds cheap, ass. I'm, I'm, I'm almost afraid to even bring it in here. It just it made a huge article in a big uh, international paper this weekend about uh, people feeling exhausted from from the tipping. And ultimately, if people get exhausted from the tipping, you know who's going to face the biggest consequences are the people who absolutely rely on the tips. Does that make sense? Yeah, the business will suffer none. But also, it's going to go back to places like people are going to get chintzier and chintzier on their tips to actual people that are getting two thirteen an hour. Mm-hmm. Actual servers who only are getting paid in tips. What I'm saying is when you put the tip everywhere, like you go to a... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I hear Now you. everybody's asking. There's tips everywhere. And you, you get exa- tip exhaustion. And now what ends up happening is you go, all right, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling back and I'm just going to start tipping 10% everywhere. And guess who's going to really get hurt are the people who have always worked for tips now that everybody's died, died to expand it. I don't mind the, the cleverly decorated jar, pickle jar like we've had mm-hmm. here in Austin mm-hmm. forever, everywhere, where you get some extra change or whatever and you throw it in there. I don't mind that. Hmm. And that's the thing. Now I feel like, like just even talking about this, I feel like an, an asshole. Well, I mean, I feel like I deserve a tip a little bit. Here? What I do. Yeah. In here? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, not from you specifically, but I mean, there's a lot of people listening. And if they got a chuckle, you mean throw 50 cents or a dollar in. On Friday, what did we do after the show here? We went to El Dorado. Right. And then when the check came out, what happened? We all ran. I saw you take your card out, and you set it in front of you. Mm-hmm. And when the check came, I laid my card on top of the check, and you never moved your hands. I tossed it over there. And then the lady picked up and then and walked away with just my card. Mm-hmm. And I noticed you weren't like, said, oh, wait, said, wait, 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 wait. You were just like, oh, okay, I, I guess that's cool. I guess it's kind of, I think you get tipped. Play. I did. I said, hey. It cost me $55 to eat a one breakfast taco. Hey, you forgot my card. That's what I said. I think you thought a whisper. Hey, I don't think you even said a whisper. You didn't get the card. Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, you know, that's kind of just a lunch between boys. I wouldn't expect you to use that against me. 
But um, Wait, a lunch between boys. Boy lunch. You mean a father son lunch? Mm-hmm. I'm the one that pays, so I have to be. I'm the daddy. And shout out to the whipper. Uh, it was good running into him too. We did. We we ran into Chris Layton, mm-hmm. who looks good. Yeah, I mean he's going to the good spots. That really excited. Uh, Sawyer Stull was with us, and uh, Chris Layton, uh, incredible drummer for Archangels, plus uh, a, a million other artists out there. And he kind of began. I think he became most famous as part of Double Trouble mm-hmm. with Steve Ray Vaughan. And he sat down, was chatting with us for a while. When he got up and left, we, Sawyer was like, "I could tell he didn't." And I was like, "That's, it's Chris Layton. Mm-hmm. That's Double Trouble. That that's the drummer for Steve Ray Vaughan." And then I think he got excited, like, "Oh, well." How come, how come you didn't say more so I could fillet him or something? Uh, all right, we got calls? We do. We got a couple of calls. Let's go to Ricardo. What's up, Ricardo? What's up? Good morning. Set What's me up? straight, Set me straight, man, because I'm feeling a little guilty here. But uh, tell me I'm, nah, I'm an a-hole or agree with I'm me. I'm with you. No, nah, I'm, I'm kind of with you, man. But on the Uber guys and the DoorDash, see, I tip those guys. I, I consider that a lazy tax. You know, because no, I'm hey, too lazy to go get it myself. No, I, I'm agreeing okay. with you. What I'm saying is I don't... What's happening with those guys? That service deserves to be paid for. And when yeah, you I leave it up, when you leave it up to some of these moms, I'm sorry to be an a hole, but some of these moms who are deli- having you go to two different places for their kids, you're already doing your convenience, and then they tip you five dollars, and you worked an hour for them, and that's all you're going to get. That I think is BS. Yeah. I think there should be an AI that says, "All right, that is going to that's a twenty dollars service," and then they tell you, "Do you want to set? Do you want to order? We're going to charge you twenty dollars to place this order." Mm-hmm. That's what I think should happen. I don't think that should be up to tipping. I think that should be a hard set fee. And I think I that, what I go ahead. What I what I don't tip on, and I have been called out on it a few a few times, and maybe get me get get, get your opinion on this. Prostitutes I don't tip the. <laughs> I don't even know what you tip them. I don't tip food trucks, man, and I've, I've been kind of like, you know, you know, hey, how come you don't tip on the food truck? And I'm right. like, well, I came all the way down here, I found them. Uh, that's kind of my tip. I throw you know? a dollar or two. Me going out of my way, but look, you can't even do that. The other day, I went to a food truck, and the the the, the tip suggestion started at twenty percent. It was twenty, twenty five, thirty percent. Yeah, like, no, that's I've been seeing a lot of that going around. I've been seeing a lot. You of know that. what I mean? Yeah. The Moody, when you go to Moody Center, you do the self checkout. It wants the tip. Yeah, there is there. That's what I'm talking about. This exhaustion too, because look, if if I'm tipping a server at a restaurant and I have a food cost, I'm tipping them fifteen percent. They've yeah. come over a couple times. They've checked on me. They've made sure that my order is correct yeah. back in the kitchen. They brought it out to me. They refill them or whatever. If I, you, what you're saying is, if I go to the food truck mm-hmm. and you're putting something in a paper boat and handing it to me, hey, look, exactly. I'll holler at you. And I, but can we start the suggested tip at? Five, ten, and fifteen, something like that. No, I kid you not. It was twenty, twenty-five, thirty percent. Like I was like, "What?" <laughs> you yeah, know, a, I go. It's been much. It's got out of control. Man, hey, I love dude, our man, food If trucks. you want some of that coquito, I'll trade you some coquito for some tickets. Oh man! All right, maybe hit me up. Uh, it better be <laughs> authentic too. I need. Oh, I need stepped on by real it, Puerto Rican. I don't dude. make it. It's the grandmother that makes it. So you know she got that skill. Can you also clarify, because you know we got a bunch of old cracker listeners, some gringos right now, who think you're talking about cocaine. No, Coquito is no, a special a drink. A holiday Christmas drink. drink. It's like, right. a, special, it's like uh, a Spanish eggnog. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, wait, yeah. No, I know what it is, because we got Rose up front. She brings it in here, doesn't she? I think that's oh, a, yeah. I think she got yeah. The good. It's a Puerto Rican eggnog. You can call it that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. Guys, it's a webonog. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. I appreciate it. You know who started all of this confusion, I bet? 
are the buffets and super salad. What am I supposed to give that lady? Because I'm serving myself. I'm going up there and getting all the food. But she makes sure I got a napkin. How much do I get? 10%? Yeah, but here's what happened. A company said, hey, here's what we'll do. We need an employee to clean everything up, but we don't want to pay a full $12 an hour to an employee that we need to pay. Mm -hmm. So let's set them out and make them look like a waitress. They'll agree to work for two thirteen an hour, and then other people will tip them. And then that, there's a whole thing that has happened where institutions have said, let's let the people subsidize our employees. Walmart is famous for hiring people and paying them so little that they're working a job, full-time hours. Well, they don't give them full-time. That's the whole, it's the whole trick. You keep them in a part-time wage, even though they're work, you know. And then... They'll still be eligible for SNAP and food benefits and welfare. So the rest of us are paying for them. Now, then people, you get mad. The people that call themselves conservatives get mad and say, well, they're, they're on welfare. They need to get a job. They, they have a job. They have two jobs, in fact. But we've allowed them to get paid so little that with two jobs working 40 hours a, uh, a week, people still legitimately aren't making enough and they still qualify for these things. Well, it's a free country, and they're welcome no, to... No, it's an expensive country, it's be, and it's becoming more expensive. They're welcome to leave that job and go start a business of their own where they underpay their own workers. That's true. You know what? You make a very good point. Hey, man, if you don't like it, go start your own 50% food truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to uh, Mr. Castillo. Hey, what's up, man? How y'all doing? We're what's going up? okay, man. What's up? Hey, so I don't feel like if I go and place an order and go pick up like from the counter, I don't. I don't feel like we got a tip them, right? They didn't do nothing. The cooks did everything. The the the, the fast casual. Yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, only twelve percent of Americans say they should tip at a fast casual restaurant. No, I mean like like at, uh, I go to like uh, Sasha Moreno's or whatever. And yeah, like, I'll place in the order and then I'll go pick it up myself. Like, and they usually like I'll pay fifteen twenty bucks for that and ask for a tip and they didn't do nothing. You know what I mean? So. Chili's what, should have, or restaurants should have, like, a, a non-tipping section or something where, you know, you go yeah, in. Yeah, I got to go yeah, up and go get my plate myself hey, in this you, area. I mean, where do, like, no wait for me to make my selection and then, hmm. like, I'm like, uh, I normally, I normally hit the no receipt button so that they don't see it, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, they know. They know, Richard. <laughs> All right. Thanks, sir. I appreciate here the, it. Uh, here are the numbers from the latest uh Thirty percent of Americans now say they feel that tipping is an obligation. That they, they used to feel that tipping was a choice. That they were tipping based on the service that they received. They say they now feel obligated to tip. Uh, that they might receive less of a service, or that they might be called out or yelled at if they don't tip. Sit-down restaurants. Ninety-two percent of Americans say they should tip at a sit-down restaurant. That I find that's stunning. L- that's low. That's uh, I can't believe that it wouldn't be 100%. It should be like 98. Uh, the majority said that they would tip 15%, this is interesting, or less for an average meal. They're saying, hey, I tip 15%. If it's average, I'll tip you 15% or even less. I want to tip 15% or more if only if it's great. Hmm. 80% of Americans say they'll tip if they get a haircut. Seventy-five percent of Americans say they'll they'll tip for having food delivered. I mean that mm, it doesn't sound bad, but 
now you know that there is a portion of people not tipping. Only 25% of people say they will tip when buying a coffee. That one I find surprising, but I'm also, I'm married to someone who used to be a barista. I know how much work is involved in, there's a lot of work involved that you don't see in a coffee shop. But if you... And you go, well, all they did was pour that coffee. I'm like, I know that that's the transaction I had, but I know what ha- went, went into the job beforehand. Now, you could also just say, well, that's the job. I hear you. But it's wild to go buy a seven dollar coffee and then not pay one extra dollar i will say if you have seven dollars to pay for a coffee you should probably be tipping at least a dollar yeah that's my point because you're also making an a-hole order that's slowing everybody down one more call lupe we got to skip you that was too many uh mexicans in a row we get letters (laughs) so i apologize let's go to a caller who's this is this guy chad Orale. Hey. <laughs> What's no, up? Man? The, uh, a quick interesting fact that I read about like uh, when you go into like one of these major corporations where they turn the screen around and they're asking you to tip and it seems like this doesn't seem like a tipping situation when the when the employee signs a contract they're usually like yeah you get tips here up to this amount and then we keep the rest. Oh, so a lot of times you're, the tip isn't going to the employee. The tip is going to the corporation. No, it's, it's typically like it's uh, uh, from what I read. It's about twenty bucks when they sign. When they get hired on, they're like, "Hey, yeah, you get tips here up to twenty bucks." And then anything after that, where you find these suckers that get like, I mean, I hate to say it, but I like mean, that's that all, that's a big get, word right there. You're basically saying that people that tip are suckers. No, people who get intimidated when you flip a screen around right. on them. Like, there's so many people willing to do that. If I owned a business, I mean, I have in the past, but I wouldn't do something like that. But, yeah, I would probably, like, yeah, I mean, it's easy to get people to give you a buck, dude. Like, I think you, you make them three, uncomfortable. You 300 customers and, and, and 150 of them give you a buck. I mean, why not take it? But the, I think the way to stop this is if we make... You're not stopping it, dude. Yeah, we make the You're cashier uncomfortable. It. And then they'll complain to the manager, like, I don't like this. Because every yeah, time I turn it around, he asks me, how much do you think you uh, earn there? Can I, can I say something, though? How much do you think you d- deserve? D- but I don't want to use the low. It's just the thing that I've said before. I don't like when someone's mad and they go scream at the cashier about something. Remember when they were screaming at cashiers about um, if you had to wear a mask or not during yeah. COVID? And I'm like, that, that decision isn't made by a cashier. I don't. Th- oh. If we if we're gonna have a problem, then let's just call the manager over and say, "Why is this on here?" Don't yell at the person that's getting paid at, to to be yelled at. Don't yell you at a cashier. A cashier's, yeah, ma- yeah. a cashier's making seven dollars an hour. They don't need to be yelled at. I agree with They're that. They're already and the not, S man on the on the totem pole. And I'm not requesting Pete, anybody to yell. Pete Holmes had a great Pete Holmes had a great joke where he's like, "When you're yelling, you're not. There is no Delta. You're not yelling at Delta. That's just an entity that makes a bunch of money. You're yelling." At someone across the counter that's like you know has nothing to do with your right. flight or right. anything to do with anything really. Yeah, Pete Holmes said this. You're not. You're mad at the. Yeah. I mean, everyone's mad at the wrong person. You can never yell at Delta. Delta okay. really doesn't exist. You'll right. never be able to speak to Delta. All right. All right. Why don't you go marry Pete Holmes? Yeah. <laughs> Thank but, you, man. You know what the problem is? What problem I think man? we shamed Karens so much. That this stuff gets out of control. Oh. And there's no Karen saying, I oh. want to speak to your manager because I don't want to be charged a tip. And those people that we had at the forefront, forefront to now to bitch we now we've gotten something the- with this bit. It took us a while to get there, but now we got. And I think we come back later in the morning and we say, should we bring Karens back? Did we? Did we? And we? Where do we need them? We might need them. We have forgot. We've lost our power by by shaming our Karens down. You're saying we don't have. We got those ladies. Ladies aren't even giving the can I speak to the manager haircut anymore. 
No, because they're scared of We've of let managers off the hook. And now look at them. Running really, them up. That's a brilliant concept. I cannot wait to steal it and use it. Okay. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it so much. You're all welcome. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to the Odd. It is Nod to the Odd time, and uh, today uh, the theme is uh, influencers. Oh. People who are, are influencers on the influence machine doing they doing a thing. A man has become a TikTok star. Uh, he's a uh, his name's Matthew Lanai. He's a young South African man. He has over three hundred thousand followers on TikTok. He's a, a doctor. He shares medical advice um, from his hospital. Twenty-seven year old Matthew Bagani Lani uh, rose to internet fame. He started. Uh, he started. He's one of the youngest doctors in South Africa. Often told followers that he was uh, somewhat of a wonderkind, right? He skipped high several grades in high school, uh, and he was able to graduate at age 16. He enrolled at Wits University to study medicine. Could be seen filming himself patrolling through hospitals. He's dressed in his white. He's wearing a stethoscope around his neck uh, and giving out medical advice, medical information. And uh, he's certainly not the first doctor to do that to build an online following, um, but he's now been arrested. Uh, 27, doctor, arrested. He was stealing drugs. That's what you would think, right? Stealing drugs. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to do that. It turns out that Ma- Matthew Lani, uh, he was arrested in a Johannesburg hospital. He's wearing a, he has surgical mask over his face, his stethoscope around his neck. Um, <clears throat> he's not a doctor. He is not a doctor. What? Never been to med school whatsoever. Uh, he re- did realize that uh, you can buy a stethoscope from Amazon, mm-hmm. and no one appears to stop you from walking down the halls of a hospital. People don't know whether you're working there or not because there are so many employees. He's just been walking around hospitals throughout South Africa, and he's been giving out medical advice that he was reading on the Internet and then posing as a doctor and giving out that advice to people. That's you know what's crazy is that this isn't the first time this has happened, and there's even a documentary on HBO called Savior uh, Complex. You want to watch that? They people started becoming suspicious last month. First of all, he was growing in followers, more and more followers. But uh, last month he posted a a video discussing pantric cancer. People became confused because pantric cancer doesn't exist. It's not a cancer. I was curious. I was like, is there another one, a new one? Well, he started referring to the pancreas <laughs> and pantric cancer. And a couple of people were like, I think he means pancreatic cancer. The pancreas? The pantreas? Mm-hmm. Uh, people started asking questions. He started pushing back. Uh, South African's National Prosecuting Authority issued a statement saying that they have no evidence to charge Matthew Illinois with anything, even though he's arrested. Because there's no real case against him. He wasn't collecting money. They're saying he was just doing it for entertainment. So there's no complaint here that says he never consulted anyone as a doctor. Hmm. There's no proof that anyone came to him and said, I would like to hire you as my doctor. And I would like he never ran tests on anybody. So they're saying there's nothing we can do. He's just an individual that exists as a fake doctor. But we can't. It's. Impersonating a doctor is only a problem if somebody thinks you're a doctor. They might think he's a doctor, but he's on an entertainment platform like TikTok. That's up to you whether you believe that or not. You're the ones that fell for it. TikTok is filled with BS. 
He'll have a daytime talk show by next week. He'll run. For, he'll move to the United States and run for Congress and be elected. Ooh. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. Uh, a woman who got her boyfriend's name tattooed on her forehead shares the regret in a big update. What? It's been a week. I've been very upset with this because we've known what's happening with this, right? The whole time we've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. We know that she didn't really get a tattoo, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she didn't? She's an influencer. She shows them peeling back the piece of paper with the ink that they use, the purple ink that they use to follow the lines when they're tattooing. Mm-hmm. We've never seen her actually get tattooed. I thought I saw them working on it. Maybe not. We did, but the whole thing was faked. Oh. I mean, we even talked about it in here. But very quickly, you could tell that it was a fake. Uh, people were shocked when Anna Stanskrovsky took to TikTok, beaming from ear to ear to show off the stencil of the name Kevin across her forehead, sitting back in the tattoo artist's chair. She declared, let's do it. I don't believe anything on the internet now. She said, yes, it's real. I can't believe it myself that I did. It's a little bit crazy. But she said she's sick and tired of everyone on social media telling her it's fake. However, she's now admitted... It was all fake. She said she did it because she has regrets about another tattoo, and she doesn't want anyone else to go through the same thing. She got caught. She tried to fake mm-hmm. it. She got caught, and she's trying to act like that. She didn't really. She's saying, she said, I did, I did it all to say that I do regret another tattoo, but not this one. What's weird is that she kept saying how she didn't regret getting that tattoo. So I don't know how she did it to say that she was regretted another tattoo. Everything that you watch on the internet is fake. Thank people. you. It's not real. That reaction video isn't real. The hey, that guy approaches that person for an interview and oh, she's a gold digger. That's not real. Uh, the videos that most of you are sharing, and I see a lot of you because I follow a lot of you. A lot of you are sharing videos to prove your point about how you feel, depending on which side you are, quote unquote, rooting for in the Israel Hamas conflict. I'm going to tell you this right now. A lot of you who I consider to be smart people are sharing fake information. Mm-hmm. You probably think of yourself as being smart and educated. I'm watching people share fake information. You see something that makes you feel, ah, oh, see, I've picked the right side. But I mean, if it's a good one, people don't care if it's fake. I've seen comments where it's like, you know, this fake writing is like, well, no, but I don't still, care. Still. But still, but yeah, so I don't think people care. It is a confusing situation filled with zero winners. And you are not, you, you do not have the power to have this end. Sorry. Sorry. But if you're listening to my voice right now, you're not in a position to, to end this. No matter how angry you get or how many protests you get or how much you call somebody um, an Islamophobe or how much you call somebody anti-Semitic, um, you're not, you're not going to win this. Yeah. Just enjoy the fact you were born in America, got some McDonald's, and sit down somewhere. Well, it wasn't going to be that mean. Jesus oh, Christ. I didn't think that was mean. I thought that was a good recommendation. I want to do that right now. There's no part of me that doesn't feel for you because it is, it is impossible to see any of this stuff and not have feelings that, oh my God, humanity is disgusting. And that's a that's a great feeling to have because mm-hmm. you're right. We are disgusting beasts and animals and the amount of cruelty we can show to one another is, is insane and appears to have no limits. It really appears to have no limits. 
but also we are an insanely misinformed animal. Yes. There's really nothing we can do about it, to be honest. I don't know what would fix it. Yeah, and, no, and I say that legitimately, and, and I, I hate when people do the both sides thing, but it, this weekend I saw back-to-back videos, one arguing for why the U.S. is uh, terrible and, well, I, I won't get into the details, but basically it was a pro-Palestinian liberation post, but the post was based on information that literally was made up out of thin air. And then the next post I saw was about why uh, the Israeli army was right in what it was doing, but the information it was using, the pictures it was showing, were not from this current conflict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, it's literally back to back. I hate to do the both sides thing, but it was it was it, it's it is us trying to prove our points from over here, and we are a very mis. I mean, we most Americans don't even know a second goddamn language, and now we've decided that we're experts in international affairs and conflicts that have been going on for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. How did I get off in that? I'm I don't sorry. know. Just know nothing is shared because it's real. It's shared because it gets hits and it's controversial. Back to Nods to the Odd. Let's have Mornings with okay. Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. Uh, Aitana Lopez. Are you? Do you know who Fit Aitana is? I bet you familiar. probably. She has generated over 110,000 followers already on Instagram in just four months. She says that that has led to her seeing $4,000 in monthly revenue. She's a fitness model. You want to see a photo? Sure. She's a little thinner than your type. I don't have a type. You have a type. You're usually like a little more booty, I think, on a a Latina. You've never even seen me with a woman. Oh, Look look at her arms. Yeah. You say yes? Well, she's not. Whose type would she not be? I mean, she's smoking hot, right? Yeah. Smoking hot. She looks kind of like Kim Kardashian. Uh, Which all women do now, I guess. Well, I guess. I guess. Uh, Aitana Lopez is her name. She's actually uh, not uh, Latino. She is Hispanic. She's uh, Spanish from Spain. And uh, she's a huge hit. Like I said, she does uh, fitness. Uh, She does fashion stuff as well. And... um, she, like I said, four months, only four months now. I mean, I think this show has been on for years now, been on Instagram. I think we got 5,000 followers, lowly followers because nobody else cares. Hot, huh? And we've got a whole digital department always on our ass. Hey, Cal, you guys got to mention your account more. <sighs> um, beautiful. Anyway, uh, she doesn't exist. Oh. Aitana Lopez is a virtual model created by a Barcelona company called The Clueless. They decided to invest in virtual models because of the high costs associated with using real models. So they created a completely fake model. They've been using AI to make all of the photos, and it has absolutely taken off. Genius. Man, yeah. this is how men can make money on the internet now. I just realized now I'm reading this that I shouldn't have read it out loud. We should just be doing this. Yeah. We should create like... A super hot intern. Oh yeah, that's right. We can't actually belittle our our interns. You know what I mean? Because they're human beings and they're not getting paid. But a picture saying it's an intern. Yeah. Yeah, we can't say anything mean to our interns. In that right, bug. Oh yeah. Don't talk. Ugh. Shut up. Leave the room. But we could objectify this AI. That's the thing. We're not allowed to objectify our interns. And by the way, bug. Nice boobs, dude. They look good on you. Looking great. 
You can talk. I was being sarcastic, okay? Okay. Okay. Shut up. Uh, I don't... I'm in. And even... I mean, and the, I want to see more of the photos. Like, are they making provocative photos? Is there an OnlyFans that I can subscribe to of this fake woman that doesn't exist? What did you win out? Would you feel weird about that? Or would you feel less weird about it? Would you feel like, okay, now I'm objectifying the female form. I'm not objectifying a human. So I'm less of a dirtbag. There's not an actual human who's having to splay her goods for me to to pleasure myself to. I'm pleasuring myself literally to pictures, to cartoons. Uh, I, I guess I'd feel less bad, yeah. But the thing is, when you know how much money these people are getting, I'm like, I, I don't... Yeah, I but now you're will... giving your money to a pimply fat dude who created her. I would... He would really... The AI would really have to generate something I'd want to see, you know? Remember, I, I, I gotta I can... see what that looks like. What is it you want to see? Uh, Something unique and different, you know? How many penises do you need this woman to have? There's never enough. Never. There's no number. There's never enough. Just never enough. Well, that's today's uh, Nod of the Odd. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. Good mornings with Matt and Bob. You can follow us on Instagram, Matt and Bob FM. All the dongs are there. When worlds collide, it's uh, Mornings with Matt and Bob powered by Chewy, but it's also Banging at 8. Mr. Johnny Rude's in the room as well. Yeah. I guess it's banging at nine now, too. Is it really? Well, now. I mean, it's nine ten. Oh, because it's... Oh, I, yeah. I thought I was like, oh, did you move your show and I don't know? No, I missed it so much. I didn't get a chance to do it Friday night, so I wanted to come in early today. Wow. Yeah. That's dedication. That is absolute dedication. Brought, but I brought food with me, so I, I figured you guys would let me in if I brought food. Yeah. You can come in even without food, but we'll always take it. Yeah. I'm usually stopping it on the way in anyway, so... Love you, man. Uh, Johnny, uh... If you're late night listener, not even late night, just evening listener. I don't know why I said late night. I guess it for me it's late night. Seven o'clock is late night, uh, but for the majority of the world, that's just going to be your evening. And uh, and then also helps us out with all kinds of promo stuff. You said that we might have some announcements for. Yeah, uh, some- as a matter of fact, I was driving in. I heard you guys talking about maybe having some giveaways. Well, how about some giveaways to shows we haven't even announced yet? These are brand new. Yeah. You ready for the first one? You want to go? Comedy? Oh, you can actually you announce want... them. I mean, hang on. How about yeah. how about this? Yeah. Let's not not announce them just yet. Okay. What? We're gonna announce them in uh, like ten minutes. Sure. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Right. I don't know if you were listening earlier, but earlier this morning, Trey brought up a good. Have we screwed ourselves over by shaming the Karens? Oh no, not at all. Now, hear me out. Okay. Okay. I should heed your advice when you tell people listen to the whole question before you answer. Yeah. Because this is what Chewy came up with, and I think it's genius. Do you want to explain it, Chew? Uh, it's just a theory of Karen's. But, I mean, essentially the things like the tipping that everyone's yeah. up in arms about. Right. We shamed Karen's about two years ago to where now they're not really expressing themselves. And we're all just looking like a bunch of punk asses being like, I don't know, do a tip. I'm so mad at the tip thing, and we're not going to say <laughs> anything. The Karen's that are gone, there is a, a vacuum now of power. That has been taken over by the register people asking for tips, the companies with the self-checkout machines asking for tips, because there are no Karens to take charge and tell a manager, yeah. I don't like this, and I am not going to put up with it. And that usually wow. gets things rolling. 
But now look at the rest of us. That's you true. know, sometimes, sometimes you try to get some kind of rid of some kind of weed in your yard, and it turns out that weed is what the something something else fed on, and that something something else uh, fed the frogs, and the frogs helped get rid of the mosquitoes. So you get rid of the weed, and it turns out now my your yard is filled with mosquitoes, and you can't figure out why you got another problem you didn't realize you were created because yeah. there's a net, there's a balance in nature. We eliminated the Karens. Now we don't have the Karens going. I want to talk to a manager, and so we're all just putting up with stuff like them flipping over the thing and saying you owe me a ten dollar tip for for nothing i guess i haven't thought about that way that's very true because you don't hear you don't see the videos although i'm getting ready to take an overseas flight this weekend so i'm pretty sure there's going to be one on my plane just by rule of nature you think it'll but, be uh, yeah yeah um i hate spiders i hate how they look i'm scared to get bit but they're important for the but boy do you do we need yeah, them yeah. yeah and i feel the same way about karen's and that's why we're in the predicament we're in right now too where, where where else have a lack of Karens hurt us, do you think? I think, I don't know. Comedically? I mean, just for our entertainment purposes? Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, really, the price of things? We need somebody to complain about the price do you think here that in Austin, would, for sure. Do you think that we would have been seeing any of these price increases had Karens been still in full effect? No, absolutely we not. We didn't see a video for every time it was happening, but I'm sure every time prices went up on something like eggs, there was somebody with a, can I speak to the manager haircut, speaking to a manager, and the manager was like talking to his boss and saying, dude, we got to bring the price of eggs back down because I can't, I can't deal with these ladies yelling at me all day long. We lost Karen's two months ago, and the hot and spicy McChicken is now two fifty. Is there so, a subgenre of, of Karen's out there that we just haven't heard about yet? Hey, uh, what do you I mean don't by think that? So. Like a... There are entitled. It seems like anytime something goes away, a new version of like COVID, it's never really gone away. Now there's just a different variant. Is there right. a new variant of Karens out there? The crystals. There are entitled young people, but I don't think they know how to get the job done because they've been given a lot rather than having to. They gripe for it. Derek, here's the thing, and this is where until Gen Z learns how to take their complaining. Right now, Gen Z is just complaining to one another on on TikTok. And until they can move it somewhere, they can't. They're not actually doing anything. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If uh, if Gandhi had just spent all of his time just complaining to his wife, this has got to stop. It never, he wouldn't have been Gandhi. Yeah. Well, they're keyboard warriors, and they can cancel somebody in an instant. But see, plus, as far as bringing the prices down, I don't. I don't know. On TikTok, though, is it really? Are you really going to take advice or, or listen to someone who's complaining about something while they're dancing? Mm. You know, it's a TikTok challenge, but they're going to get their political statement. When's the last time you were on TikTok? <laughs> uh, it was still Tick. Okay. Then. All oh, right. Wow. Yeah, because the, the, dan- yeah. the dancing doesn't yeah. happen so much anymore. No, that, that's really what it was, wasn't it? <clears throat> it well, that's what it started. I mean, it, well, <laughs> when it first started out, it was just like just like you'd make your own vi- music videos, lip syncing. Yeah. Back in the day. No, it, it it's fully on. It's full on for a younger generation. It is. More important even than 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 Facebook ever was for for our generation. It is the source of information. It's a source of news, and it's a source of how you should behave. It's a it's a place where people are policing one another's behaviors and telling them this is what your where your morality should come from. This is where your what your conviction should be. So it's like a video based Reddit, kind of. Yeah, but it's also a school and it's a government. Okay, and I think that's why some people are really worried about the power that TikTok has. I, I see it with I see it with my kids. I just know there's a ton of life hacks on there that I think we need. I think TikTok is necessary, and it's so weird to hear, watch the GOP debate and hear them talk about TikTok and just 
I'm just like, stop. You've never even made a TikTok or have been on there and have, have all this. And they're like, we need to get rid of it. It's a China yeah, that's why it was a big China thing that we weren't supposed to, to be collect data. Well, I, I mean, I'm not for uh, the government saying we got to get rid of something. I would like to see people rise up and go, hey, TikTok is actually uh, ridiculous and we should turn our backs on it. I would think it would be a positive thing for humanity, but I don't, I don't know that's going to happen. But again, the, the, life, the, the life hacks, we're well, going to lose all those. What, what, can we just have something called life hack? Dot com. Well, that sounds boring. Now I don't oh, want to click on that. Oh, there's actually a life. Never mind. There's a lifehacker. dot com. I learned be, how to smash potatoes and take the skins off through just a little grate. Wow. Just this weekend. I'm gonna do it. For Are you gonna do that? Why? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you just peel a potato, which takes thirty seconds? It, uh, it's really hard, actually. If to you're gonna, peel a potato, if you're gonna do like twenty potatoes, which I might be doing for Thanksgiving. I'm trying to convince my mom to let me cook Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a hack. Oh, here's a hack for you for, okay. for peeling potatoes. We do this in my family, especially for Thanksgiving and Christmas. You put a big pot of unpeeled potatoes, and you put it right next to the bar. And every time anybody goes to get a drink, they got to peel a potato. Wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what is this? That's a, that, that works, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. You go get a beer, peel a potato. Go get a drink, peel a potato. I like it because I don't drink, so everyone else is peeling <laughs> yeah. the potatoes. Here's what we do. We'll it, put it right next to the bong. Here's what a lot, a lot oh, of... No. A, t- a lot of Texans do, a lot of Southerners do for peeling potatoes. That's a bit of a hack. Take a big giant pot of potatoes and give them to the ladies. And then uh, the dudes watch football and somehow the, la- the the potatoes turn into mashed potatoes. And, at some point, and, you, and they didn't do anything. Just the way the point between there, we asked for a sandwich. Yeah. I'm getting hungry in here. Boy, the the division of labor along gender lines is pretty strong in the when it comes to Thanksgiving in the South, you know, isn't it? Now I understand why my mom doesn't want to cook this year. Because she, she's got to do all she's of it, She's the right? only one cooking and then cleaning afterward. Oh, did Nobody helps her? I, I I usually bring a side or something. But. That, how does that get the dishes clean? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. That's, that's an extra dirty part. dish. Uh, paper plates. Get the paper plates. Everything. Pa- paper pans. Throw those away after you cook. <laughs> paper pans. Everything that you have. So you bring your mom a chore for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, Here's mean, a dish. You'll need to clean this too after we're done. No, we, we toss it. I toss it or take it home. Does she have to clean up after you're done tossing? Well, here's the thing is that I, I'm i going to take most of the stuff home. home anyway. I'm taking okay. the whole stuffing all thing. Right. Uh, but now she has to put it all in the little bags for you. I don't know. I hope she lets us cook instead. I mean, I want to go to Golden Corral, too, because I mostly want to people watch there. I want to know who's going to Golden Corral on Thanksgiving besides me. It's going to be a lot of single dads or divorced dads. We're getting closer to that. You know what's funny? I have not looked at a calendar, and I can't tell you when Thanksgiving is. Like, I honestly can't tell you if it's next week. It's next Thursday. Not this Thursday, but next Thursday. It really is? You need a turkey. Yeah. No, it's not. It's two... Wait, it is? It's the third Thursday, right? It's the 24th, I think. 23rd or 24th? 23rd. So, wait, it's not this Thursday, and it's not the next Thursday. No, it's the next Thursday. Oh, wait, today's the 13th already? Get a calendar. What the F? I know. It's coming quick. I know them because we have tailgate the day after. Oh, Cheap man. plug there. Speaking of plugs, uh, let's get down to it. Um, you have big announcements. Well, would you want to go comedy first or do you want to go music? Ooh, let's hear comedy first. I'm a fan of comedy, and then we'll... Uh, but why do I feel like I'm not going to like it? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Might. Like, you're going to tell me like it's one of the comics that I tend to not be a it fan of. might be of. Nate Bargatze or something. Okay, I... Why do you pronounce his name differently every time you pronounce it? Bargatz. 
That's a different pronunciation he's, than you just used. He's something, isn't how he? Cool is. are you, how cool are you with Carrot Top? It's not Carrot Top. Okay. Oh, oh, I think he's got, I think Carrot Top has a place in comedy. It was weird. You know, I told you I, I did a, I went to a party. I, I did shows in Vegas uh-huh. at a festival. It was a really nice night. I did a show with Bill Burr. It's not and, him. And Mark Marin. Not him. And, uh, and it was, and Dana Gould, all, all, all of us on a, on a and uh, it was, and afterwards I got to go to this big party, but Carrot Top was there, and I was like, he is a, he's an individual. Let me just say that. He's a, but man, is he popular with the ladies. Well, yeah. They were still surrounded by ladies. It's silly Surrounded stuff, by, the ladies like, love silly zany He's stuff. a prop comic. Ladies love props. Yeah. That yeah. was it. You, you, you make loud noises and you're colorful, then it's like, oh, hey, yeah. Let's go with that guy. I think ladies like prop comics because you're like, oh, that's a guy that's not afraid to use a little something extra to get the job done. That's right. All right. So who, who, who are the comics we get? What's uh, the comic? This first one is going to be the comedy. Or, yeah, it will be the comedy. It's actually going to be in San Antonio, March 3rd. Austin's very own, well, in the last six months, Tom Segura. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's great. I love Segura. He just moved here, what, about a year ago? Yeah. So? Mm, I don't know exactly. Maybe two years ago, whatever. But So he's here, but he's going to be in uh, San Antonio Frost Center. Is he doing one of his shows all in Espanol? Ooh, doesn't say it on there. But okay, it's... well, no, it would say if he did, because sometimes he'll do his entire set in Espanol. Mm-hmm. My thought, because he's doing the Frost Center, which used to be, the, what, the AT&T Center? The, yeah, something the, like that. The yeah. big building. So uh, tickets could go on sale this Friday, but we've got tickets to give away. Okay, so awesome. free to do that all this week. Hell yeah. Now we go over to music, and this one, if you're in the, from the 80s, get ready. All right. Okay, give us a couple of hints. Okay, first of all, is it going to be in the is... in the hair band era? No, no, no. It's a he. He. Um, he, okay. one person. It's a he from the 80s. He from the 80s. From He's from Canada. Brian Adams is going to be my guess. Is it right there. I got my first real six That's dream. That's right. Summer of 69, which I means... I like five and dime. And that song means exactly what you think it means. Really? Yes. Bleed it till my fingers bled. So anyway, he'll be I at the uh, Moody Center, the Mighty Moody downtown, uh, on February 1st. So we have tickets go on sale this Friday. We'll have tickets all week. You can give away as, as you'd like. Brian Adams. And, and guess who's coming with him? Who? Dave Stewart. Oh, from the Eurythmics? He's bringing with him the Eurythmic songbook, which means Annie Lennox isn't there, but he's coming. He's hired he's somebody else to sing those parts? Special guest, yes. So, Did you see the Bill Burr controversy this weekend? No, I didn't, but we'll talk about it in just a second. How about this? 512-834-0937. We'll take caller number seven, and you can choose Tom Segura or Brian Adams. Sound good? Yeah, sounds and good. And we'll do the first giveaway right here, 512-834-0937. When we come back, Bill Burr controversy. Bill Burr controversy. And is it even controversy? Not yet. Uh, morning, Savannah Bob. We're powered by Chewy. Bob out today, and uh, we've got a friend sitting in with us, Mr. Johnny Rudy. you'll know from Evelyn's here, right here at uh, 93.7 KLBJ FM. How is it, everybody? Don't forget, we go banging at eight. Woo! It's, uh, sex. He has sex with somebody, a different listener, every it's night. It's great radio. I can't believe that he's not exhausted, but he's been making it happen for all right. this time. Uh, definitely listen in tomorrow. Bob is back tomorrow, and just from looking at his Instagram and then some messages he sent me, I think he's probably going to have some... Things we can make fun of him about. Mm-hmm. I was going to say some stories, but then I realized we're just going to give him a hard time about it, which I'm, I'm all for. I'm all for. Uh, you said you, there was some promise, maybe, that Bill Burr, Bill Burr controversy is what you said, Chewy. Oh, no. It, was, I, it wasn't even necessarily just Bill Burr, but I mean... I think him and his wife uh, were at a UFC fight, which oh, I watched. Oh, it was, a really good fight. It was just yeah. his wife. He wasn't yeah. there at all. No, he was right next to her. 
uh, sitting there. Well, I mean, he he's not involved in the uh, in the fingers. No, he's not involved in the fingers, but. People are mad because she flipped the bird at the uh, the former president. Double bird. Yeah, but then I also saw a couple of people, you know, I, I don't know, making criticizing. I guess you know he's a star and a billionaire, and why is he with her or something like that? And all I want is for a bunch of people on the internet to trigger Bill Burr. Is all I'm hoping for. Well, yeah, it's a terrible target to go after. Uh, Bill Burr, one of the most clever dudes in the game, mm-hmm. if not the. And uh, are we still getting upset that people are flipping off presidents? I mean, that's isn't that the whole point of, that you're being in the United States is that you can flip off a president? I would think so. In fact, it's not even a president. It's an ex-president. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, I mean, yeah, some people uh, attach their ego and who they are with with that person specifically. Um, but I just that's uh, I just wondered if you had seen that. I wasn't really going to go into a long thing. Now, what I did want to show you is something that is a new product out. I love showing. Wait, we're going to that, that quick on the Bill Burr? Well, yeah. <laughs> then nothing has come of it. I'm, I'm just saying that get ready if some if something continues or people catch wind. Oh, so it just got I caught, and would. then and then it hasn't gotten to the, yeah, the hasn't gotten Burr, to Newsmax yet or whatever. I don't think Bill Burr is the kind of guy to play with his wife. So basically, oh, wait, wait. play so about his wife. Bill Burr gets torched by Twitter after his wife flips off Donald Trump at UFC. Did he? Did he get torched by Twitter? Is that what happened? If whiskeyriff.com, <laughs> is that what really happened? If Bill Burr isn't doing the torching, is it really a torching? Like I don't like I wouldn't fear. My guess is they want to see torching. It's coming. Yeah. Ask the, ask the city of Philadelphia how they think about being torched by Bill Burr. But now he's, yeah, exactly. And now he's probably too big to really address any of this or care. But uh, when it comes to family or wife or anything, I think that's when it starts getting personal. You don't uh, even care if they rip on you yourself. As, let's you know? see. As Trump is about to take a seat, Nia was spotted throwing double birds at Trump behind his back. <clears throat> that's probably the only mistake. Should have done, done it too. Yeah, well. His face. Uh, now we all know in 23V, whenever you, you, you uh, pee off the, uh, the right side of the aisle... You're going to hear it hard and fast from social media. Um, let's see. Nate Craig, hometown show Thanksgiving Eve. That should be good. Uh, you married a clown, says Charles Chauncey, the Reverend Charles Chauncey. The Reverend. Who is just using a fake name. You married mm-hmm. a clown. Hey, Bill, get your wife in check. Oh, that's going to be, I can't wait to watch some of the responses. To <laughs> I, that's what I'm all, that's the only thing I like about this is I'm hoping that it triggers Bill Bird. Like I love rat beefs. I love whenever there's like this weird pettiness and a uh, conflict, I think it brings the best out of the who's creators. Who's he going to go after? I mean, specifically, because I mean, these are all like, he's going to go after that Reverend dude or it'll be at least a great bit. Oh, it on, will for in, sure. in a stand up. somewhere. I don't, I think it's what it will probably do is end up because he's not going to take the time to, he's not going to lower himself to reply to these individually. This guy says, I recognize that you went woke a while ago. Woke. He misspelled a while, but I love that someone thinks that Bill, Burr, first of all, Bill Burr has been consistent in who he's been. And one of the reasons that I like him and champion him is he's been consistent in who he is. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with everything that Bill Burr has to say, Ever but I don't have to practice. agree with, I don't have to agree with everything in my, in my entertainment. I've watched this guy work crowds. He is amazing. He's Incredible a monster. Comic. He's a monster. Have you seen his new movie on Netflix, Old Dads? I haven't seen it yet. I awesome. did. It's amazing. It's great. It's good. It's, it's, it's had its corny moments, but it it's was corny. It's, it's good. But it's also one. It's it's Bill Burr. You know, like when you think, what can I say? Am I going to get canceled if I say this? It's a whole movie of him just saying these things. That yeah. People are wondering if they. Can I think it say. was a good kind of, and it wasn't his intro, but because it was just like him, main character focus. That's it. Yeah, I think it they different. went kind of broad audience because some of the some of the jokes were already a little. 
kind of played out with you know the old guy and internet and PC type thing type stuff. But I like that he's making those movies, and yeah, I, I thought it was good just in general. I got to click on Chris, who's calling. Uh, he's a lawyer and a free speech advocate. Um, telling Burl Bill Burr to shut up. Okay, all okay. right. Well, that makes sense. All right. So his freedom of speech is to shut up. <laughs> well, freedom of speech <laughs> okay. ends at, and I guess her knuckles. I guess. I will say this is funny. Somebody called somebody called him the Ginger Will Smith, and that's actually a good insult. <laughs> that actually, I'm 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 for right there. That's funny. That is pretty solid. And he probably will enjoy that one. But I still think he could. Bill Burr could take on the whole internet. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't worry about it, that. It, all of y'all full force could still. Hey, buddy, your wife cost you a lot of fans last night. I don't see. Here's what yeah. I don't understand: How much have you not been paying attention to Bill Burr? If you love Donald Trump. All you have to do is watch the Philadelphia incident. I'm just saying that, no, if you love Donald Trump and you think that Bill Burr at any moment liked Donald Trump, you've never listened to Bill Burr. Right. And I'm pretty sure his fan base isn't going anywhere because they follow mostly his beliefs anyway. So, and what he talks about. I don't think I've ever seen him ever endorse a politician (laughs) at all. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him talk good about one. Well, if he endorsed a politician, it wouldn't be a multi-billionaire game show host. That's not who we, his whole thing is about. Why are we letting all these hacks run the country? Why are we yeah. letting a lot of people who yeah. have who've never worked the job don't know what it is? Why are we letting them run the country? Why wouldn't you go get a guy who's been a garbage guy his entire life? He at least has some street smarts and knows some stuff. He's I been think, consistent with that from the very beginning. It I makes think no they st- got mad. At, I think some of them went, when Bill went woke, so to speak, was when he was on Rogan that one time. And he shut him down about vaccines or whatever. And he's like, you getting the vaccine and stuff? And he's like, I'm not going to do this with you. Right. Standing here, me, no medical degree, you, no medical degree, an American flag behind you, and you're smoking a cigar. Like, this isn't, no, we're not going to do this. And I think that. But I think it makes people upset because Bill Burr is smart. And they're bothered by the fact that he's actually, and he applies his intelligence to his decisions. He's smart enough to know how dumb other people are. I think it's great because when he's talking, you think, okay, maybe he's just. The guy from around everywhere that you grew up hearing about, that he's probably not smart because the, the way he talks, you, but he is. He's very intelligent. So his arguments, it's hard to poke holes in. He's Boston brilliant is what Bob Saget called him. I will say this is what's great. The, the thing that he put out, the tweet that he put out that's now getting retweeted and getting all these comments and making all of these websites <clears throat> is the one where he's uh, telling people in Milwaukee to go see his buddy Nate Craig. Nate Craig, great comic who's been in here a couple times. But Nate could, uh, Nate could actually, absolutely use the uh, the extra attention. Mm-hmm. So I say congrats. Way to go, Nate. Go see Nate. Way to pick it up. Turn broad, uh, ballroom. Okay, now we can move on to the next thing. All right, this next thing, of course, I love keeping up with new products, technology. Everyone's fearful of AI and where are we going, what's going to happen. But don't worry, there is a new business called Humane, and they've created an AI pin that they say could possibly be replacing your smartphone. I was reading about this. Yeah. They say that uh, you, you don't need a phone anymore. Nobody's making phone calls anyway, so... I don't know, because I think this is the step toward hologram, and I, I don't know. But here, let me let you watch a preview here. Um, it is rather interesting. Mitch, this is the Humane AI pin. Okay, it's a little it's tiny a standalone thing. standalone device and Stop. software platform. It kind of looks like the thing you, you hold your earbuds in. 
It looks like that, but it also you would wear it on your chest the same way. Do you remember the Star Trek guys wore that little oh, yeah. emblem on their chest? Yeah. That's how you do it. You wear it on your chest, and it has a camera, and then you can talk to it. It's okay. more like a police body cam is what it's seeming like. Oh, you know what? Good point. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm like. All right. Okay. Sorry. From the ground up for AI. Your engagement comes through your voice, touch, gesture, or the laser ink display. I can use it for messaging, either by voice or laser. Tell Andrew I'll be there later tonight. How much protein? These almonds have 15 grams of protein. See, this is getting very Star Trek-y, right? It is, Isn't it? Could yeah. they get somebody that's more or less enthused about this product to talk about it? Yeah, I was going to say, he's not the best spokesperson. And he's standing How with much a bunch is of nuts in his hand. <laughs> online. This is $28 online. When you want to take a photo, just double tap. Or video. Staying in the moment, capturing the whole scene, and generating a gorgeous... Mm, a gorgeous picture. So, are you in for the AI lapel pin, I guess? I yeah. Make it sexier. Really. This reminds me of when the uh, iPhone came out. This will be the next step. You think so? Yeah, just seeing that, I know it's going to be. What specifically? I don't like the display in the hand thing. I don't like the... Uh, it is kind of like the body cam footage. Like, if you're married or you have a significant other, be like, where were you the other night? Let's go to the body cam Let's footage. Rewind, then. I, see, Are I, you saying what you don't like about this is that it might cause you to tell the truth? If yeah, so, yeah, then exactly. I, I think you need to take a long look in the mirror, but or or have this thing look at your you look at your palm and reflect your reflection back upon you. But where's all the twerking Latinas? You're mm -hmm. saying that you like you like your phone for the imagery because you want to see see see. Well, and the stories, and where's the uh, where are the fake stories about uh, Israel and stuff? You know, how much of your day, know. how much of your day could you recapture if you did not have that highly addictive visual element in your life? Uh, a lot more. Forty percent of it, maybe. If you reduced your phone and then you only started looking at Instagram when you went to your computer to mm -hmm. download all this stuff or look at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I it, it like could it could free humanity back up. Not because what we've become addicted to is the looking. I only like this pen because of the fact that I leave my shirt on during sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very, very excited, convenient. too, because this seems like my virtual girlfriend's one step closer to actually being next to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do like the idea of you could be able to, how long is this? <laughs> Lie to me. <laughs> Lie to me. <laughs> Lie to me. Lie to her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is the girth of this thing? <laughs> nah, come on. That ain't uh, right. Come on. This, this camera must be broken. I just I'll like that this thing starts out, and it's a guy and a woman. She never says a word, and then she just suddenly disappears from this whole promo. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, she's just all of a sudden not there anymore. I think after he shows his nuts, right there. I don't know. And then it displays in your hand, and I'm on Pornhub, and then... I don't know. She's done. some work to be done. How much does Humane want to charge me for this? Uh, I did not. That's one thing I didn't look up because money ain't a thing for me. Is this oh, gonna be damn. Like, is this going to be where it's going to take a little bit to refine it? And get, is this going to be the original Google Glasses that, you know, are going to not take See, off right now? Away? Here's the thing. See, yeah, why didn't the Ray-Ban and the Googles I'm going to tell off? you. Please. Because wearing those on your face was ridiculous. We care about our face because we care about image. That's why this is smart. You're moving it down here. But that looks like a weird nerd, too, wearing this <laughs> thing here. It's both like a, both, they both look you know like what? nerds in their different if they, ways. If they write the word supreme on there, people will be clamoring for it. If they put one of those... Uh, if it was a Louis, yeah, if you had a Louis... Yeah, what's the know. shirt you have with the rose on it? That one's With the just, embroidered rose? Uh, I see that all around them. That one is 
Uh, I, I forget. That's some like is. underground hip brand. The one I have is an off brand of that. Oh, all right. Well, smart move. So. Nobody knew the difference. See? But you put that on there. It, it, that's the thing is that this is going to allow for first of all, people to will be able to customize it. And True. that's going to be that like, they'll get their own cases or they'll get a little snap on whatever. And you get to do your and people love customizing. I know what Chewy will do. He'll put old English. He'll put Eldoretti on it. Ooh. But now, I mean, are people going to be mad because they're all being filmed in public constantly? You're already being filmed in public constantly. Stop lying to yourself. But now by perverts. There's cameras. You're, you're being filmed by the government. You don't think there's any perverts in the government? They're filming you everywhere you go. Stop with this, this ridiculous idea that you have any kind of privacy. I thought there was a screening process for the government. There is. The more perverted and, and the higher jam, up, the, the more the crazier you are, the more likely you are to be voted. This for. guy gets top secret clearance. Humane. Uh, the pen starting at six ninety nine. I'm all in. That yeah, is that not cheap. Bad. That's cheaper than the iPhone. Yeah, that's, yeah, it is. And that's the intro price. So you know, as it gets going, it's going to come down. The laser ink display is I I love the fact that you put your hand in front of you and it's lasered where you can see something. That's and a, then, that's gimmicky. I don't know if see, I like that. I love the idea of being able to put my hand in front of me and then hit fast forward or rewind or to look at the number. I, I the, it this, didn't show a video. It showed just the time, like it was one of those weird. Carnival watches or something. Tilt and roll your hand to interact with a display. Close your fingers to make a selection. What happens when you say the Pledge of Allegiance? Your hand's over it. That's true. Well, that's because you don't... You you <laughs> want to know why you put your hand over it? You don't want the robot to know that you're pledging allegiance to something that's, that's not it. That's right. Yeah. This is the next step in having a fully automated personal assistant. In your, it, but this it's, is easier, though... Than the chip in your brain, yes, which still creeps me out. And this is here's something that is kind of beyond me in understanding how humanity works. All okay. right, mm-hmm. and this goes right back to the Bill Burr situation. When I follow comments that Elon Rogan makes online, they tend to be he's really dipped his toes full on into the kind of wackadoo alt right. Uh, I agree. Yeah. The the Andrew Tateism, whatever in the world, right? I don't pay close enough attention to know how right I am. I just know that when I see stuff, I'm like, really? You're the head of the company, and this is what you're bothering yourself with? Just some weird stuff. And a lot of those dudes are like, hey, the deep state. I see them talking about the deep state and how we have to make sure that the deep state doesn't mess with us. Meanwhile, Elon is literally working on an AI chip that goes in your brain. He has a company that he's invested billions of dollars in that's working on putting implanting a chip in your brain. And I don't see any of the dudes going, hey, pump you, pump the brakes on that, Elon. They're like, yeah, he's going to do it right. I'm like, you're literally you're literally talking about how your privacy has been taken away. And this dude wants to put a chip in your brain. You're like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I, and he's not even hiding. it. It's not like it's not a secret government trying to do it. It's, he's just out there saying, yeah, I'm working on this. It's I, Folks like to be in a cult too much, I think. It's fun. You we should do. watch. We, the- are we, we, our tribalism has changed over time, and we really like cultism, and we like being in cults. You should watch The Insurrectionist Next Door on HBO. I think it was I don't know, maybe Pelosi's daughter, somebody's daughter, made a documentary about all those people. And uh, it's very interesting. It's a, it's a nice slice of life. With Bill Burr, I mean, if you're not in the cult, then you would go, oh, my God. His wife flipped off the president, and it made a thing. I, and your first statement would be, I, I can't wait to see his next special. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you know this is making the next special. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see it. 
Instead, people are like, I need to go to the internet and tell him that he's a bad person and he's woke and I will never watch his stuff again because someone he's related to, not even through blood, someone he married, made a gesture towards some guy who hasn't been in office for a while and is currently in and out of court because he's been indicted for, I don't know, a hundred different things. But he is my identity. But he's my identity. And that's, that is, that's when I, that's when you start, Mm -hmm. that's. That's some really cultish ass stuff. Just relinquish your egos and stop. Did you say egos? And let go your egos. You said egos, dude. That's not even the words. It is now. Let go your ego. It's the it's the ego that you stay in from the, a, to get from the cold. It's a, Be- it's a Bellamy Brothers lyric, right? Yeah. yeah. It's your eglo. Yeah. Let, did, now you are, dude. Now, now that is a that tells Bob, you I've been radio way too that long. That is a Bob Fonseca <laughs> reference. Uh, reference, yeah. To go mm-hmm. there, you go. I just uh, wanted let your love flow.